Hey, I'm Nashi. I'm Rizlar. And I'm Frosty. Welcome back to the Value Pack. Hold on, I have to gear, I have to gear check Nash right now. Alright, that is a full job. Dude, he CC'd me out of dance. What's happening? Oh, Rizlar! People look at you like you're crazy, and they refuse to admit <laughs> that it's pay to win, and just scream that it's pay to convenience! It's pay to convenience! Big money, big money, big money, big, big money. money! Oh, shit, we got it! We fucking got it! And... Welcome, everybody, to another episode of The Value Pack. Uh, okay, Nyashi's not here. He's MIA. We don't know where he is. He hasn't said that he's he's not coming, so he, he might be joining late. Um, but to, I guess, take his spot, question mark, unless he shows back up, at which point then it, we just have an extra guest. Uh, we have a special guest here today to uh, to talk to us about some console stuff and about uh, the move to PC. Uh, it is Lord of Warfare. Thanks for joining us, man. Hey, appreciate you guys having me. Uh, I'm uh, nervously anxious to talk about console and the PC experience. Oh jeez! All right, well, it's, it's we'll, fun to uh, be here, man. We'll get into all those uh, all those discussions about console and all that. But first, we gotta thank our lovely, lovely patrons: Garmoth.com, Hawaiian, Melt on Your Mouth, Minaria, and Wavesy. Thank you guys so much for supporting us, as well as all of our Twitch subscribers on our Twitch channels, which you can find in the description down below. Uh, Nash, are you there? Yes, I am. There we go. There we go. See, you call you call his name, and he shall arrive. Uh, so Warfare, yeah, thanks for, uh, thanks for joining us. Can you give, uh, maybe just like a brief introduction for people who maybe don't know who you are or, you know, what you, what you do and all that? Yeah, for sure. So I'm originally a console player. I've been playing on, con well, I still am a console player and I've been playing on console since pretty much the release of the game. I joined a little bit late, maybe by a month or two. So I believe that's been about three years. Been maining uh, Ninja for a long time and Suck Ninja is what I prefer to main at the minute. But I have also joined the uh, striker crowd when it comes to PVE because, you know, striker is a balanced PVE class and very, it's fun very. to play. <laughs> yeah, very, very. And um, recently, as of the past three to four weeks, I've been uh, heavily playing on PC account and progressing on that and uh, kind of released a little guide to help people that want to either come from one platform to another or if they're new to try and... Uh, direct them where they need to go in terms of you should watch this video that video and then give them tips in between that might help them out but yeah, that's mm. pretty much who i am what i do yeah so you've been making you've been making content for console for a long time um, yeah about two plus years two and a half yeah. years maybe well it, and you're also where you are are you slash were you hard capped <laughs> On console, because I know they still have that CAFRIS restriction, right? Um, yeah, so we're currently restricted to CAFRIS level 10 on console. And I'm not capped. I'm 301, 303 Kudum with 377 DP. The only pens I'm missing is the distos or the earrings. And I guess the Black Star, because even though we're capped at C10, we do have pen Black Star main hand in the game, which. Uh, it's fun to deal with all that damage when you're capped at C10 armors. But um, that's the stuff I'm kind of missing. And I just really don't feel like grinding 100 plus billion to buy any of those things. I've been trying to enhance Pen Black Star. I'm currently on 299 stack with like 26, 27 fails, raw tapping mostly, and uh, 11 fails or 9 fails for Pen Disto. So uh, 
not making much progress at the minute on console. I see. I I wanted to kind of ask uh, basically the general question, the the big the big big question, and then go kind of into the details of it. Um, but yeah, you did play console for a super super long time, and you just started playing PC. So why? Where's the motivation coming from to swap from console to PC? It's not really one thing. There's just a lot of compounding, I'd say, issues with console. One of the standout ones is performance as of late. Now, I can say over the last two, three years of playing console mm. that um, performance has never been good, I'd say. But there has been periods of time where it's been a lot better than it currently is. Um, one of the main issues at the minute is we do suffer a lot from stutters and free screens consistently and constantly, which is, you know, it's very annoying to do any kind of PvP. And it's even annoying in PvE as well, especially for lower geared players. Uh, where if you get a side or a freeze, just, you might die to the mobs. Uh, so that's the main one, but there's other stuff as well when it comes to content releases and how that's been the last six plus months. It's been very slow, very inconsistent, weird decisions being made, a lot of stuff missing. And then we get stuff like Odalita recently, but they didn't give us the hunting stuff, then we had to wait for that, and we still don't have the uh, the claws for Odalita. And there's a long list of content that's not in the game. For example, Dawn Earrings, and I've actually got a list that I can send you guys if you want to have a quick peek at it. But I believe there's yeah, like yeah, twenty, yeah. yeah, there's like twenty different things missing at the minute from console. And if I was to be generous and say every two weeks they can give us two of these twenty bullet points that it will still take about 20 weeks for us just to get the content to be caught up, to be in a, to be in a position to get something like Elvia or to get something uh, like, uh, what would the other stuff be? We've got Elvia missing and the new region, obviously, which is brand new for PC. But th those are the main issues. There's probably a few more that I'm forgetting off the top of my head. Um, I can say one of the really nice things about being on PC is how large the community is. Because on console, it kind of just feels like you know everyone. But yeah, that's that's the main stuff. I mean, there's kind of a vibe of that on PC too, but it's like, you know, like groups, I guess. And you run into people a lot, but yeah, I guess there's uh, I don't know, like if they're in a higher end guild, right? You kind of, everyone knows everyone from the higher end guilds for the most part. Mm. Um. Yeah, so... The, it's funny with the, the performance discussion because I, I got into it with a console player recently who was telling me that... I, I tried to say exactly how you said it, that the console performance was never good, but that it's getting worse now and that the standard was so low. So when it was better than it is now, it felt good compared to what it is now, but it like compared to how it should be, it's always been bad. Would you say that that's yeah. the case? I've, I think it's very easy to look back with... Uh rose-tinted glasses and be like, oh, the performance was good here. It's like, no, really? You were still complaining back then as well because the performance has never been what it should be. Now that I'm playing on PC, I've got a really crappy PC. Um, and I've still got performance issue here on PC, especially when it comes to anything large-scale. When there's a bunch of people on the screen, the performance is really bad. But when I go to like just BA or RBS for the most part, there is slight issues in RBF especially Valencia, it's still like head and shoulders above where console has ever been. 
So, so I kind of, what's your theory on the delayed content stuff? Cause, um, I mean, it's, it's weird because at, at first it felt like console was getting content relatively quickly when it first launched. And then you guys got Medaya fairly shortly after, and then Valencia. And then there's just sort of like a hard screech where now it's like, man, it is long, long stretches between stuff. Um, what's kind of console's general feeling on why that's happening? My hope of why that's happening is because they're spending a lot of time and resources on our next-gen port, um, which is something that the console community has been screaming for for a long time. And what everyone is hoping for, that whenever next-gen port comes, that it's going to fix a lot of these freezing issues in terms of performance. I, don't th I think in terms of frame drops, I think it's going to be pretty natural since it happens on PC. It's going to happen on console. But just getting rid of that would be great. And I, I hope that's why. Uh, another reason is um, they've been mentioning a few times that we've got CPU issues in hardware in terms of console, especially old gen specifically. Mm. And I think adding all these new things into the game, especially when it comes to UI that's more CPU intensive, um, they're having issues adding it in without making performance even worse than it currently is. And I think that's one of the main reasons for like why Draconia, we're not even going to get the Draconia pre-creation um, pre event or pre-creation available to us until the end of this month, which is absolutely insane. Yeah, didn't you guys get hash first? Didn't the time you wait a little bit, you know? Yeah, I mean, yeah, kind of got it first. I went to Global Labs first because they still had to test it before they gave it to us on console. But uh, I guess you could say, yeah, we, we technically got hash first compared to other regions outside of Global Labs. Yeah. But it, at one point, it seemed to be going a very positive direction, and now everything's really just really slowed down. They spent a lot of time um, stabilizing the game, and when they first mentioned it, it was bad communication because they told us that... Um, Hey, don't worry, guys. We're really working hard on stabilization, and that's what our focus is going to be. And everyone thought stabilization also meant optimization. And then we quickly realized a few weeks after that stabilization actually means they're just going to try to reduce crashes. And then it was like, oh, okay, so the game's still going to perform as it is. And yes, after the stabilization changes, the game's performance has not changed, or if it has changed, it's been for the worse. So what is... um? I mean, aside from, obviously, like, performance is just, like, a huge thing. But you guys had, I mean, you guys lost RBF for, like, six months. <laughs> yes. Um, you guys were the first ones to deal with the whole matching con costumes thing, which, is that mandatory or is that an option for, like, large It's mandatory stuff? on console. So you have to put on the costume um, to be able to do damage to any structures in Siege. Or, <laughs> I think it's just Siege. I would like to say Node War as well, but I don't think it is for Node War as well. But since we don't have any of these uh, large-scale changes on console, I, I don't know if Node War has to wear it or not. And that's just so that you can reduce, like, like lag from the... Yeah, sure. Something like that. I don't know. I, I think it helps... Since it helps your consoles not have to determine what costumes other people are wearing if they're all wearing the same costume. So that's theoretically meant to help with, at the very <laughs> least, stabilization, and then optimistically with optimization. And has it? Does it feel smoother? <sighs> yeah, sure, why not? 
<laughs> no, it's, it's it's not it's not great over on console, man. In terms of that kind of experience, and I think people have just got very tired of it after X amount of years, and we've definitely seen a pretty drastic drop in terms of player base. Yeah, I don't know. Originally, I mean, I, I thought that I I really feel like um at this point they almost I I don't know I, this is differs from your your theories on what they're potentially working on, why things are so taking so long. But I almost feel like they can't figure it out at this point and that they almost regret console because now they're stuck with it for a long time because there's a player base and you have to appease the player base and it's they're like having trouble getting that the performance up, right? Like at all. So I don't know, they're like stuck almost. Like they got yep. themselves into this relationship that there's no way really out of. That's that's the theory that most worries me, and I'm hoping that's not the case. But I've got a feeling you might be that might be accurate. I mean, it's so the in terms of player base, it's so abysmal at the minute. Um, a couple months ago, and the NA and EU partners all got together, and we had a discussion when I was a partner at the time that um, of just about merging the player bases because it's just yeah, it's it's not fun i say not fun it's it's not as fun as it can be playing on servers when it doesn't feel like there's that many people there right yeah i think that's like one of the main things about an mmo experience is you know getting lost with the play like the cool interactions you have with all different players in the player base since they're not bots you know it's a lot of unique experiences and friendships and enemies that you can make with people yeah uh, how, I mean, one of the things that holds a lot, cause I, I actually recommend this and I know it, it's toxic and it's hard to say, and it's hard to hear, but a lot of times people that are frustrated with console and they ask like, you know, if, if they should try out PC, like I, I don't even hesitate. Like, I'm like, there is no doubt in my mind you should be playing PC. I, even if you're, if you really want to play the game, I, I totally understand the people that are like, well, I already worked this hard. They're not going to fix. It. I just want to quit. I, I totally get that. But if you absolutely want to keep playing, even if you're 700 gear score, it, it's so much easier to get gear these days, getting back into the game and finding a community that's around your gear level and playing in like capped wars early on, like that kind of stuff is, is really not that hard. And for the difference in quality and game you get on PC, I, I think it's worth it. Um, but for people like you or, or others that are 700 gear score, um, do you feel like locked in, like almost like you're uh, it's kind of like switching between Apple and Android when you've already spent like hundreds of dollars <laughs> on apps and stuff? You know. Yeah, it, it's just the amount of time, even though it is a lot faster to kind of get that gear score, the amount of time investment to be able to get something like 301 Kudum with 370 plus DP, it's, it's a, if you go really hard, maybe it's like six to eight months. And that's if you're like grinding at least five hours a day, if not more. Um, I've been currently playing for, like I said, three to four weeks, mm -hmm. give or take. And I'm only at like 270 Kudum. And it is but that, a lot faster than my... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but just think about that. Like, Rez, is that not crazy to hear? He's been playing for yeah. three or four weeks and he's 270 Kudum. I can't even imagine. That yeah, sounds I mean... so crazy. Yeah, right. considering how long, like, 
it took us right to like get to that uh, gear score yeah. playing from launch you know like trust me i understand i went it's... i went through a very similar experience a lot of console players went through a similar experience in the first game first came out as well it took just to get to level 60 it took a month if not more it's, just, it's definitely a lot faster than it used to be but it's just you you the way i feel playing on pc is i just feel like i'm still really far behind like really far behind mm-hmm. and it's it's good and bad because it kind of gives you a bit of motivation to catch up. But then you're like, bro, I've just been playing the game for a couple of weeks. I just got another pen. I've still got six pens to go, you know? Yeah. And even though that is really fast compared to what it used to be, it's just... And it's let's not get started huge, on the journals. Huge. Yeah. The hurdle's big. And that journals, man, that, that journals almost made me quit. Those <laughs> like, so journals, oh yeah. my gosh. I literally said, like, someone asked, like, if you lost your account because of something you did, like a mistake you made, would you still play? And my initial reaction was like, yeah, I, th- I think so. And then I thought about the journals. I was like, dude, I don't think I could do the journals again. Because I actually think the journals are cool, like, the first time you go through it. But doing it a second time is awful. It's just a miserable experience doing those. They're, they're they're pretty bad. I I really do hope they um someday look back at the journals and find a way to streamline it because yeah it's kind of really important when you leave seasons just by doing the journals um you pretty much get two sixty one kudum after you get your first pen like Kazaka you know by the time you finish seasons you've pretty much spent a few weeks in the game and you're ready to the Jatina quest lines handed in and once you get two sixty one kudum with the artifacts like you can pretty much grind most of the obvious spots. And I'm grinding Sakrya with 310 DP after these changes to the with the artifacts. It's kind of insane how uh, how good they are. Yeah. The artifacts yeah. are really, really strong. Yeah, I think that's one of the things with the journal too, is when we all got them, they came out one at a time. So for me, I, I actually don't feel like that. Like I didn't I didn't hate them or think they were miserable doing them. Uh it was really only a couple of them where i was like eh but like the bartali one i thought i thought was pretty cool the zarka one i thought was pretty cool and they do seem to slowly be making change like the zarka one they changed so you can do the whole thing solo now um but yeah if they if they improve it a little bit but it was like we only had to do one every few months because that's how they came out when we were playing so having to do them all at once is just it's overwhelming the list is huge yeah that's a lot I will say one recommendation I would give them is please, in the journals, remove the requirement to having skilled six training or skilled five training to grab one of the items in the Deeds journal. It, it, it took me four hours to level up my training to, to skilled five. On uh, It was just so boring. Going between Heidel and Velia for like four or five hours watching Netflix. Yeah. Like that in itself, a lot of people are just going to quit at that point. Um, well, now that you're playing on PC, are, are you playing with uh, your controller? Or are you? I am. You are? You're playing mostly with your controller or exclusively with your controller? Exclusive. I tried. I tried a little bit of keyboard and mouse. I, I'm, I'm a boomer, man. I can't. I spent my entire life gaming on a controller and I could barely type as uh, a lot of people that anyone that knows my channel knows that because of all the, the uh, errors I make in my titles but <laughs> I'm not paying attention and just typing quickly. So um, I am playing on a controller. It's a pretty good experience, to be honest, on PC with a controller. There is a few issues. 
Like the, the biggest gripe I've got, which I've already sent feedback to Delphi a long time ago, as well as other channels, um, is you know how you guys ask someone for Jewel for Spot? Um, you get that little menu that appears above their head. Uh, you talking about when you walk up yeah, to someone yeah. and you press control? Yeah, the little circle the little menu. Radio menu. Yeah. Right. So imagine every time you're near a character and you press shift, that radio menu comes up. And then if you press C, um, if you hold C, it selects one of the options on that radio menu. Or if you press C, it like rotates the radio menu so you can select a different option from it. So like for succession classes that require shift C skills, if you do it within range of someone, you have to spam shift C so it both does your skill that you want it to do, as well as it rotates the wheel as you're fighting them. And it's really just incredibly annoying and uh, i really hope they can fix that the the workaround on console is you can't bring up that radio menu unless your weapons are put away so if your weapons are put away and you walk up someone press shift that radio menu will pop up uh okay and that's not how it works on pc no it's just you press shift near anybody it just the stupid menu pops up and um, it, it has a lot of problems with uh button conflicts yeah do you feel like because one of the things I notice when I watch when I've seen like ninja montages on on consoles, there's a lot of there's a lot of random like walking in between some stuff like that you wouldn't really see on PC. Um, is that a controller thing or is that a console thing? Like I, I'm trying to think of a way to describe it. So I'll see someone go like uh, stance shift, silent charge, murderous intent, C swap, and then they'll walk a little bit and then go step. But on PC, like you almost never see any steps taken in between movement skills on Awaken Engine unless they're running straight with target chase. Do you know what that I'm saying? That is like to? I, I do. That's like ninety percent uh, player input. It's nothing to. It's it's not really to do with controller. Okay. Now I will give a small amount of um, reprieve in terms of we do get a lot of frame drops and freezes and stutters. So when that happens, it will cause you to walk. But you also see that if, like, if there is a stutter, unless they speed up that section of the, the montage, you'll see that in the, the montage itself. So if you don't see any issues with the frame drops, then it's just player input error because you, you, you shouldn't be walking um, in okay. between skills, even with a controller, unless you're doing something wrong. Gotcha. Um, do you think you're getting winter region anytime soon? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. What, you I just mean, I'd like Alita, to right? think we did just get an Alita, and Zek did bring up a good point, which is a PA partner, is he's hoping that when they designed uh, the new region, they designed it with console in mind, so it's going to be a lot easier for them to uh, port it over. But whether or not that's true, I don't know. And like, if you see that list of, come on PA, where is it, in that document that I sent, there's just so much stuff that is missing. But I, I don't know how we're going to get Winter Region anytime soon. Like, one of the biggest ones for me is the loot scroll UI on console. I don't know how we don't have the new loot scroll UI changes on console. It's just, it's such a breath of fresh air with um, having that flexibility of grinding whenever you want, for however long you want, by just flicking your loot scroll on and off. No, on PC, we like to take that option away and pop a temp buff and J scroll, so that way we still have to finish <laughs> our grind. 
<laughs> well, I mean, it's going to be a lot easier to do that with the, uh, the private servers. That's that's when I'm going to pop in those buffs. Oh, yeah, true. Um, yeah. So you're tight. Do you have to pop up when you play on PC with the controller UI? Are you popping up like a keyboard and selecting letters, or you have a yes. keyboard with you? Wait, can you repeat the question? Well, are, so I know on console, like you, you guys pop up a little keyboard sometimes and type, or right. maybe you have a second keyboard with you. I don't. Know, how does that work if you're doing it on console exclusive or on PC when you're using a controller exclusively? So you can't use a controller to type, as far as I'm aware, on PC. You okay. you kind of you bring up the you can press enter on your keyboard or you can press select on your controller, and it will bring up the like option for chat, and then you just type with your keyboard. Which is pretty much what most experienced media players on console do anyway. You don't usually see people typing unless they're too lazy to type, like plug in their keyboard. Because it's, 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 as you can probably tell, it's a very slow and tedious experience to type with yeah. a controller. And then obviously you've got banned words, your message doesn't pop up, and then you've got to type it again, and then you just give up after a couple of attempts. Do you think they should allow some form of a transfer to PC or do you think that that would kill console faster and it would be a bad thing overall? For console, for the platform itself, I think it would be bad if they do that. But for me, like personally, and a lot of people that I know, there's quite a few of us that are like, please just give us a transfer coupon or a gear copy coupon and just, just let us go. <laughs> just release us from this, uh, this torment. Yeah. But um, it would definitely... The, the player base is already in not the healthiest position that it's been since launch. And that might, I say might, in my opinion, this is very likely to be the final nail in the coffin if that was to happen. Uh, Nayashi, Rosler, your guys' thoughts on that? Do you think they should let them transfer? Or I don't know. Like, What are yeah, your thoughts on that? Honestly, like, like I have a couple people in my guild, as small as it is, that actually transferred from uh, console to uh, um, PC, and they like it so much more, for obvious reasons. I mean, more content to work with, and on top of that, just a better gaming experience. But obviously, like you said, it's kind of like they put themselves in this this unfortunate relationship where they're stuck with console. And they don't seem to necessarily, I mean, just from observation, obviously, it might not necessarily be the case, but not really commit like a whole lot of resources towards fixing the issues if they are in fact fixable. Brez, your thoughts? Yeah, I don't know, man. It's it's hard to say because there's, there's a lot of pros and there's a lot of cons. Um I don't know. I don't really have anything to add other than what's already been said. I, I agree that it'd probably be really good for the players because, I mean, the state of console is really poor and it sucks for the people that are trying to like play on it. But then it would also just mean the death of console and anybody who didn't swap over would probably be forced to eventually, right? They would just get rid of console altogether. Um, yeah. So, I don't know. So then it becomes a question of, like, should console players be forced to move to PC? Well, no. But isn't that what's basically going to happen if you allow transfers? Because it's, it's already struggling so much with population, then a bunch of people transfer to uh, 
to the PC. I don't know. I just don't think. I don't think that's the answer. I mean, as suck as it is, I think the answer is just console has to get better. I just don't know how that's going to happen. In my opinion, the best workaround to this issue is try and catch us up to PC, which hopefully doesn't take five years. And then once we're caught up, is just merge us with PC. If the player base isn't healthy enough at that stage, and uh, we just need more people, is just to merge console into PC. Well, let's. I mean, let's... but do you think do you think console players are going to be able to compete with PC players? Because that's kind of what's yeah. always been brought up when people have talked about this before. Is the people think that there's an unfair advantage that PC will have on console? I'm sure there's going to be people, a lot of a lot of people that would moan about that. Um, and I used to be in that boat where I was like, but I don't want to go against someone using a keyboard and mouse. Like they can, you, you guys could do what's it called, the mouse movement. You don't have to put um, the uh, what's what's illusion of strain the um, the shift Z skills. The bomb, yeah, shift Z, shift. The bombs, yeah. So we don't have those options, so they're forced to go on a hot bar. Our hot bar skills don't come out instantly when we press them because of an issue they had with coding. So there's there's a lot of disadvantages, but I will say after playing on PC, that I'd say the better players on PC are better than the better players on console but you have so many players that most of my fights it's you know, yeah there are it's not that bad at you all. can say it's, you can say it how it's meant to be said there are a lot of bad players on pc that yeah all the console yeah. players will be just fine <laughs> there's like there's plenty yeah, of yeah the, there's some good but, players and that's those are the people i think you think about but then like the average person yeah. you wonder if they're already using a controller you know no, but that's what I'm saying, though, is that, like, obviously there are going to be some console players that can wipe the floor with some PC players, obviously. But, like, I feel like the best console players are not going to have any shot of winning against the best PC players. I think it is kind of class-dependent. Like, I'd say a class like Striker, for example, I don't see the PC Striker having much more of an advantage than a console Striker. But then a class like Zerka... Yeah, that's like yeah. It's... I, I I don't see how a console Zerka is going to have a shot against a PC Zerka. So I will say there's some variance in that statement. But look, I I saw Sly at at that VOA event take matches off of Goldstein, Etsu, and Armin with controller. He plugged in his controller, so it's not like it'll be impossible. Yeah, there are certain classes that just play really well on controller and. I'd say Musa, Musa, Mewa, Guardian, Striker. Um, I, I, I don't know to go through the whole list, but yeah, Mewa only has the, one the... button to move in Musa, so that's nice. <laughs> oh my yeah, god! Yeah, really? <laughs> so like the really easy yeah. brain dead class. Even... <laughs> yeah, you know, what you're saying. yeah, you know the Nintendo 64 controllers, the little three <laughs> different things. Musas and Mewas could actually cut off one section of that and use just that section. <laughs> yeah, and I, then so fucking I guess who knows? We'll literally just need the fucking A button, and that's it. I guess my question, Warfare, would be: so let's look at it in a PVE context and a PvP context, right? So, are console players going to be making less trash than PC players in PVE? And then that's a problem if they're using the same market, right? Um, I'd. I'd say mostly it's going to be roughly the same. 
for like super sweaty try-hard players on certain classes it's gonna be worse on console than it is on pc sock striker is the easiest example i can give you guys i don't know why but sock striker on console just doesn't do as much damage as pc a lot of people speculate that it might be frames that you know, the frames make a big difference but i'm only rocking like between 70 to 100 frames on my pc and I'm getting the same trash on my 260, uh, 271 Kudum Striker on PC as I get in Sakrya, for example, as I get, oh, and Star's End as I get on console. So I'd say if I had 301 AP on my Striker, I'd probably do better than my console account. But I think that's just a class issue again. And for most people, like you're not even like for myself, I'm not try harding when I grind anymore. I just kind of grind at my own leisure. But it will be, it will have an effect on like sweats. So I, I think then, it'll be fine in the long run. It's it's not that bad. And then I know we were kind of already talking about this, but I want to use it specifically in this context. Ask the question in this context. It, do you think that console players, if they were like good players, right? If they were really good console players. Do you think that they would feel that it's fair to like be able to compete in a tournament against like some of the best PC players or do you like is that a conflict? I don't know how people would feel on that. I know there would be people that would use that as an excuse when they lose because that's just natural. Um but I think there's a lot of console players hungry to um see how they can perform on PC against PC players in that kind of environment. Uh, one of the main reasons I created my PC account a while back is when they announced Arena of Solaire. And I was like, dude, I want, I want in on that. I want to see. One of the main things I wanted to see is how far I can progress my PC account and how far I can progress on my console account in terms of ranking. Um, and I'm still excited to see that, but you know, it's, took, it's taken a lot longer than, than we thought it initially would to come out. Yeah. A lot longer. <laughs> yeah. A but I mean, they're making progress. They're making progress. They're making progress. Um, let's see, what else is there console related? Uh, what do you, what is, how is, how different is the meta on console? I mean, I know you, you're not, you're probably not too entrenched in the meta on PC yet, but what kind of is the meta? What are the meta classes on console for? group stuff whether it be gvgs node war siege like that sort of thing it's funny because um on eu console you don't really see suck circus i don't know why on na console suck circus is a bit more prevalent but it's a lot of like striker mystic in well, i guess in large scale it's more guardians archers rangers uh people like leaning on the, the those kind of AOE heavy or ranged heavy classes that do decent damage. I'd say Archer probably a lot less than uh, Ranger. Mm -hmm. um, Kuno is becoming a little bit popular on EU console at the minute. Suck Kuno specifically. Oh, I wonder why. Uh, yeah, it's very hard <laughs> to fight a Suck Kuno. Maybe it's but, because um, it only uses one button and just wins. <laughs> true. Just one button. It's true. It's Super Nintendo. That's what they're playing with. But I'd say overall Guardian's e. probably the most the most common one. The performance would probably be better on Super Nintendo, to be honest. That shit was optimized as fuck. <laughs> I mean, it's just like Duck Hunt for you guys. Like, oh, point and click, dead. Oh, so we do have to aim. <laughs> hey, Duck Hunt was hard. 
Did you ever try duck hunt with a power glove? Shit is even no, harder, dude. Did not. Okay. Karuno's got to play with a power glove. That shit's fucking rough. Um, so sucks. Zerker isn't that prevalent on EU console, but on NA, it's a little. Is that partly just because maybe mouse move or something? I don't because I don't think you. I mean, obviously it benefits a lot, but it's not like you can't get any benefits out of sucks Zerker without mouse moving. No, I mean, it's, it's a thing on NA, as far as I've been told by uh, Guido and Sly and the few people that have been complaining about it. Well, I mean, Guido's obviously, I don't think he's complaining about it because he is a suck zerker, but... Um... <laughs> no, he's loving it. <laughs> yeah, he's having a good whale of a time right now. Um, but apparently he is a thing over there, so I just... I think EU's just... They're very happy with uh, Guardians at the minute and um, stuff like that, so... I see. I don't know. I don't know what the reason is because I, I played. I actually tagged it during the tag event, and it was kind of a lot of fun. I'm not gonna lie. Kind of just jump in, do the same couple of skills, get some kills, and like get out. You know, it felt pretty good. Dude. Yeah, sprint on out of there. Um, are there any matchups that were felt easy for you on console, and you ran into it on PC? Like this is a little different here. DK, my <laughs> God, bro, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, it's very different experience for me on PC because I don't have gear. Because I'm, I'm, I'm usually oh, using yeah. trial characters in VA. Not surprised. It's yeah. another one using an N64 controller, or Super Nintendo. Yeah. Not really <laughs> trying over there. <laughs> With without my crazy, because on console I can just I can tank a DK enough to position myself to catch it. On PC, I'm just running away and dying standing up. I just there's nothing I can do with the current. But that's more of a gear thing. Um, Zerka is obviously the biggest one. It's it's completely different experience fighting Zerka on PC compared to console. Mm -hmm. And another one, uh, probably LAN. Um, I'm very used to punishing the Deadly Dance on LAN, and against good LANs on PC with a mouse move that shit, I find it like my punish gets punished. Yeah. So that's something I'm definitely not used to yet. But I haven't done that much PvP on my PC account. But those are the ones that stand out to me. Yeah. Man, I, I still can't get over 270 in like three weeks. I even think by today's standards, that's pretty fast. Isn't it? Yeah, no, I it mean, is. It's definitely like a hardcore player progression. I know all the little tricks of the trade, right? So yeah, I, um, I boost myself a lot. And because I created my PC account like I don't know, eight months ago, I had already completed two seasons, uh, okay. so I already I did have a Pankaposha necklace and a Pankaposha belt, and yeah, then this helps. season I obviously got the 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 ring, so I saved myself a, probably another week or two of grinding, just just from those couple accessories alone. Yeah. Um, you guys get typically you guys get balance changes right after us, like just the seems, kind of the standard yeah. balance changes. Whenever PC gets balance changes, we're usually not too far down the pipeline. That's correct. Okay. And there's been a lot of complaints about that in terms of... I kind of feel sorry for Pete for this, because people are like, oh, we're not ready for these changes. PC is a different place than us. But at the same time, if they didn't do the changes, you get the reverse argument is, yeah. when are we going to get these changes? So I think it's better for them just to give us the changes rather than not give it to us, because... The amount of effort they'll need to go into to realize what's good for console and what's not good for console, it'll probably end up them making more mistakes rather than giving us the best 
um, decision that we can get. That's how I look at it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and it would be tilting. I, I, I think it would be tilting to not have the same balance update, especially if it's like something people have been hoping for for a long time. Like if we got, obviously you said Suckzerk is not that popular over there, but in, in NA console you're saying it is, and if that's true, like here, if we got Suck Zerker changes that people have been asking for for a long time and console doesn't get it for a couple months, I'm pretty sure they'd be pretty tilted about that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I'd agree. I, I think overall the, the, the route they're taking is the best option. I mean, it's kind of one of those things, whatever you do, someone's going to complain, right? Yeah, 100%. It's, it's the way of the world. Mm -hmm. The I'm usually world. one of those people. Yeah, definitely the BDO world. Yeah. <laughs> We uh, we're fans of complaining over here. We're good at it. We got we practiced for a while. <laughs> we we have had a lot of reasons here to be fair as well. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't have too much other console to PC related questions. Um, I mean, I guess overall, if people are on the fence and they're considering it, do you recommend it, or is there still some hope? I'd say um, if you're super endgame, just be prepared for a long grind to get back to where you are. But, you know, if you haven't completed just getting all your pen weapons and armors, um, I'd say it's definitely worth the, the change. Um, it's just whether or not you're willing to put in that commitment. It's, it's fun. I'm thinking about joining a, a T1 node war scene here soon to experience a large scale. But it's it's kind of nice to um, have something to grind for again. One of the big part, uh, problems for me on console is I don't have that motivation, like I said, to grind 100 bill. And it's kind of nice to be like, oh, I got 4 bill, I get an upgrade. I got 5 bill, get an upgrade. A couple of Kaffir stones here, a couple of Kaffir stones there. It's nice having that carrot on the end of the stick that isn't like 5 miles away from you. Yeah. Um... All right, Rez, unless you or uh, Nayashi have any other questions, I say we talk about these global app changes a little bit. I mean, uh, also, really, I I really don't dive into too much of the console stuff, sadly, so I'm, I don't really have too much uh, question-wise for it. But How strong is Musa Mewa on console? Are they, are they oh popular God, classes? Oh, my God, here we go. <laughs> They're, they're pretty strong with the caps that we got. Um, their damage is in a really good place with C10 caps. <laughs> yeah. But they're yeah, also super I... squishy, so, you know, it, it is a balance. It's definitely more... I don't know. I'd, I'd say DR is super effective, but evasion... Like we have a Musa in our guild that's evasion, and he does really well. He's also probably one of the better, better slash best Musas on console, like top something. Top five, I don't know where you'd place him, but he does better than most DR Musas that I see. So I think overall it's better to be evasion on console currently, but uh, maybe DR would be better in the future. Yeah. I know, and I actually, I know you were talking to Kitsumi about that. What are your feelings on DR evasion? Are you considering trying evasion again, or you're pretty happy with DR? No. Like, I had a little GBG yesterday, and I got blown up in like two hits from an archer. It's pretty insane. But then again, I'm still low DP technically, so I don't know. Everyone I talk to, they say it doesn't really make a difference. 
and then you talk to any sort of Musa, and they're like, oh, yeah, evasion works great, you know? Like, and they can just be super tanky, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, it's not the same feel for Mewa because we have a different approach to things. We don't have... We don't have as large of AoEs and, and whatnot. We don't have, you know, reliable attack speed slows, per se. We do have an option for it, but it's unprotected, so it's not really reliable. We have movement slows for days, but that only affects so many matchups. Not every matchup is really affected by that. So I don't know. It's it's a lot different scenario. We have more forward guards than Musa. Uh, we have a fair amount of SAs. Um, so I don't want to give the impression that we don't have SAs, but we have a mixture of defense types. And then, just like with Musa, we really lack in the iframe department, so it's like we take a whole bunch of hits from chip damage and stuff like that all the time, so... Yeah. I don't know, it really depends. It's a, I think it's a playstyle preference thing. Um, if you're an aggressive type player and you want to be able to get in, do your damage and get out, then DR is probably the way to go. If you want to be in the uh in the thick of it a lot longer just you know throw your damage around like a bruiser type you know then evasion's probably best for you but i don't know i'm still trying to figure it out myself honestly yeah but that's just my thoughts and opinions on it without being a high gear score player myself i can't really give any actual personal experience on it i can only take the experience of others and kind of try to make sense of it I talk to DR players that are like 401 DP. They say they do fine for the most part, but you know, you could still easily be blown up per se. And then I talk to evasion players and they say, like, oh, I can take a little bit better damage in like small scale stuff, but large scale, they blow up just the same and they do a little bit less overall damage. So it's like, what's the. <laughs> it's, it yeah. just comes off to that trade off. What do you want to do? Damage or survive a little bit longer? Because let's face it, if you get caught in a CC, you're dying anyways. Yeah, most likely. One of my biggest dilemmas at the minute for gearing is I don't know if I want to go um, evasion or DR on PC. Because on console, I'm an evasion ninja. But on PC, I'm just looking at that 301 bracket and I'm like, so many extra stuff that I need to hit it. I'm kind of leaning towards DR over here just to get to being an effective damage level faster. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, like, from my point of view with gearing i'm still building up right so i'm only 680 gear score which you know for some players that, that could be considered high but like if you look at any sort of like serious pvp -er, not really because the average like i feel like the average siege player is probably close to the, that 700 mark now um and uh the only way to effectively grind faster is to have higher ap so I mean, you could still technically boost up your AP with evasion, but it's usually easier to focus on if you just go DR because your evasion stat will be relatively useless if you just don't have enough of it. So, um, all right, let's talk about let's talk about some of these changes. Um, I'm just gonna go down the list because there's a there's a couple interesting things in here. The merchant ring pieces are now identifiable. And now that these are identifiable and the compass parts are identifiable and the maps are identifiable, I, I wonder why that's even a thing. Why why would it not just come identified at this point? 
It's like an extra step for I God knows what reason. I don't know. Am I crazy uh, to that, think that's that not just the BDOA? I guess. This one is weird because it's like, oh, nice, you can identify it. It's like, well, uh, let's just skip that step. <laughs> I don't know. Because of the lore. All right. Uh, the next thing that's actually really nice and because of the lore it leads to another question I have is yeah, you uh, don't like role playing for your, your, your pieces your treasure pieces man <laughs> no I, I don't well maybe someone does I don't know I guess I'd have to ask blonde bear or biohack uh, <laughs> venomous night fangs which you get in Odalita they're the ones that create the Ibidor scrolls are now stackable and in order to turn them into the the scroll that you pop, you have to use simple alchemy, which is an awesome change, and makes me yeah, wonder, that's a really good change. Could they make this change for relics and scrolls written in ancient language for all the scrolls? Yeah, yeah. literally every scroll should just be this. That's yeah. a big buff for anyone that wants to grind history that doesn't want to spend money on yeah. inventory slots and mids. Yeah, it's so huge. I, th I think that's uh, definitely a good thing for them to do. Yeah. Um, the dungeons haven't really seen many changes recently, but they did make a couple changes here. So you no longer need Agra's Fever to get the reward at the end, which is nice. Uh, they lowered it from 20,000 to 10,000 a while back, and now they just removed the Agra's requirement entirely. And they also made the, the cold thorns that you get during throughout the event um, just have a higher drop rate, I guess. The material required to move to each area has been improved so that when falling monsters are defeated, there's a 100% chance to obtain them. So there's no like chance to get them. You always just get them, which is kind of nice. Same with the uh, Sikrakia Ataraxian dungeon. You get the eggs like guaranteed now. So that is kind of nice. Uh, they also increased the chance to get the circuit of special information, which you use to get the knowledge in there. So all all nice changes. Nice, nice changes. Um, and then, and then we go down to. So there's, we're done with Calpheon Elvia. Those are the five that we're getting. Let me read the the note from last week because I don't. Somehow I I just overlooked it. I sometimes I skip over the blue because doesn't use. Sometimes it doesn't say a whole lot. Oh wait, wrong. Yeah, wrong sometimes one. it's kind of fucking useless. Yeah, sometimes it doesn't say much, but last week it did, and I kind of went right over it by accident. So, um, essentially what they said is, so Calpheon Elvia has been updated sequentially to Trolls, Rudum, Sonnels, Giants, and Hex Sanctuary. Uh, in addition to this, we were able to confirm the opinions, which I think they're saying they hear opinions, that people want Catfish, Treant, Mancha, etc. Unfortunately, Calpheon Elvia will finish with Hex Sanctuary this time, and prepare for an official server update by focusing more on detailed balance, completeness, and the new uh, item drops. Um, as greedy, I wanted to prepare Catfishman or Treant. That is symbolic for Calpheon. For the adventurers who are waiting for the realm of Calpheon Elvia, we'll review the hunting grounds prepared for you after updating. So they'll look into it later, essentially. But for now, there's only going to be five spots. So, yeah. So I'm... I'm okay with that. I I, I did want a, an an Elvia Pirates though. I I thought that would have been cool. Yeah, but that's only kind of 
technically Calpheon, isn't it? It still would have been fucking amazing if you know it. Well, Could I don't you imagine know. the nostalgia going back to that place? Is it not? So, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I love that island, especially if they could keep it sunny in daylight. Um, but why? Wait, why is it technically? I wasn't around when Calpheon launched. Did it launch separately from Calpheon? Yes. Or is it? So is it technically not Calpheon? No. It's, well, I mean, it's. I, I mean, it's know. just it, as Calpheon. kind of like the same thing with Star Zen. <laughs> like, Star was like a later thing, right? So. Like, what do you consider Calpheon would be my question? Right, like, do you consider it like the the mainland? Do you just consider it like what buff you have if you have Calpheon Castle, like where you are grinding? Where do you have the buff? Do you consider it like that slice of the map directly, like two lines going north, uh, south, that are like you know this area is Calpheon? I don't know. What do you consider it? Well, people in chat are saying it's Balanos, but when you click on the Kuit Islands node, it says the Calpheon Republic. Or Republic of Calpheon, Calpheon territory. For game purposes, it's considered Calpheon. I I personally don't consider it to really be any of the the mainlands. Uh, but I mean that's just that's just me looking at it as an island. But for game purposes, it is considered Calpheon. Apparently, in the ecology, it's it's Balanos. What? Is it Let's really? See. I'm gonna see right now. Let's see. Eastern Balanos. Cox Pirates. I don't know which, if that's, which one is that? Is that, is Cox Pirates all of the pirates there? Or is that just the, um. Uh. Someone, someone's saying. Please, Frosty, for God's sake, repeat it everywhere you can that they need to not give Calpheon Elvia some kind of stupid light like Serendia, like the filter. People hate the yeah, filter. Yeah, it, uh, it is a part of Eastern Balanos. That's weird. So, all right. So, if I remember correctly, the order of the regions was obviously you had Balanos, Serendia, Calpheon. Mm-hmm. Medi was introduced later. Yep. And then... The sea was introduced with pirates, a part of that package. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then Valencia. Yep, part one. Part one. Then Valencia two. Then Camasilvia. And then yep. they did Stars, Stars End. End. Yep. And then Alita, Alita, Odrexia. And yeah. So yeah. It, it basically also, like, was okay. I I just edition. had another realization. Don't we technically kind of already have Elvia pirates with the the big pirate spot that drops the ethereals? I guess, but one of those spots we all loved, the other one everyone hates. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sure. but is that not for like all intents and purposes an Elvia spot? Like it's it's the same mobs, just stronger with like a mechanic that you have to participate right, in. They're is not that not just, just the, the sa- definition of Elvia? No, there's a bunch of catfish in there, okay? Is <laughs> when you fight a bunch of catfish. <laughs> Look, I'm just saying for like and it's in a cave, all intents and purposes, that, that, that basically is Pirate's Elvia. We need a we need a Paddock's Island Elvia. I agree. <laughs> is that what you're saying? <laughs> that, yeah, that's definitely what I'm saying. 
I feel bad. Yeah, I don't know. War- Warfare has, doesn't know what any of these areas are. He's only seen history. No, we we go up by <laughs> the island. Myths and rumors. <laughs> I've actually got a question. Did you guys get the paddock spot after door earrings on PC or before? After what? Dawn earrings. The um, abandoned monastery rework. E- Same yes. time. No, mean, no, yeah, no, 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 no. Don, Don, it. We got abandoned monastery first, I believe, and then paddocks. Did we? I'm pretty I thought sure. Thought it was the same time. Yeah. No, I'm pretty we sure got... they were separate releases. Oh, okay. Because we've got Paddocks and Erdlita and still no Dawn Earrings. And people were just scratching their heads. Oh, that's funny. So they got it backwards. <laughs> yeah, and Jill's saying we got Paddocks later. We got... Yeah, I, I think it was quite a while later, too. But they were all part of the same, like, oh, we're going to start updating some of these older spots. It was before Elvia was a thing. And Abandoned Monastery and give, is one of the early ones. And give ones. more gear choices as well. That was the other thing. We want you guys to have more gear choices. Yeah. And so they made two earrings and then stopped. <laughs> paddocks was a big hit. Everyone's running ethereal earrings and people are always at paddocks. It's crazy. Is the conspiracy theory on PC that um, earrings is going to be the new accessories they're introducing for Calfee on Elvia? Or... I don't think... They... I, I don't know. I, I think they'll at least no, release it's cups. it's got to be earrings. I mean, we didn't get a new accessory for Elvia and surrendered i know but there's no way they introduce more silver right surely not uh yeah i don't know what the loot's gonna be maybe there will be something but i could see i definitely could see some earring cups because we don't have any yet and that's a good point yeah what what would you all right so hypothetically if they oh we did get lunar i'm so stupid we got the revive next we got both the revive next so yeah i guess we could get earrings. oh yeah well hypothetically what would you see as cups for earrings they did something different with well, the bell. I mean, the the necklace kind of followed the same flow. You know, you had the HP, HP. Of course, rings had the the additional crit offensive option. But and then the belt, they just wanted. I wouldn't be surprised if instead route. of instead of different slots, it was similar slots, just like different effects. Like you can get like evasion or accuracy cups instead of like. What is it? Crit damage or HP or whatever? Like they give you alternatives. Now we're gonna get the fat HP recovery cups. <laughs> plus ten HP recovery or plus forty HP. Oh my lord. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm not really sure what I want. I, I'm like at that point where I would love just something different entirely. A stat instead of one of the four main stats. Stamina cups. <laughs> Stam- oh, dude. Stamina, stamina recovery cups, cups would be so imagine, good. Imagine stamina recovery cups, you know? That would be really good. Honestly, for Ninja's succession, I, I'd kind of say I'd want that as well. Dude, for Musa Mewa, that would be so fucking amazing. I mean, it probably won't fix the problems we're dealing with. <laughs> It's too many, too many of the meta classes right now just don't give two fucks about stamina, sadly. Yeah, Musa definitely can't catch up or keep up with anybody right now in the meta. <laughs> Hopefully they do something about that. Um, well, Musa, Musa definitely has a lot better than me, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, they but do. Even, even still, though. No, it's, dude, their stamina, they don't even run out ever anymore, dude. I don't want to hear it. Mayor yeah, it was does. surprising how, how how much uh, Brosanian was moving when we were fighting the other day. Oh, yeah. It's just like Sorks. He's like that duck 
meme you posted, Ayashi. Oh, yeah. True. So I always love it. Nayashi's the resident grandpa in this group. He he always posts a meme from three years ago. That was on Reddit three years ago. Wait, was it? No, yeah, I didn't that, know. Someone that posted one... it in the Discord and I was like, oh, that looks interesting. Yeah, here, let me see. Let me get the... I didn't know it was an old one. It's this one. Nayashi posted this and he's like, I thought this was funny. He posted this two days ago. This is, it's like the old remember the old Awaken Kuno meme with the otter where it's spinning around yeah I'm just like dude this is so I've the otter one I remember from years ago I didn't ever I, ne I didn't ever see this Musa one though it's hard to see because Musa is just so fast but it's been around true it's just a blur man no but Frosty you don't understand they're not as strong as Suck Zerker so that means they need buffs Oh, I never true. said Musa needs buffs. All Listen, right. If they could buff all classes to be like striker and PvE, then we're golden. Speaking of that. <laughs> <laughs> um, Alright, so let's get down to the class changes. So they made some class changes. Some of these are just bug fixes. Warrior, Ranger, Sork. Um, Rez, I wanted to get your opinion on this. They separated Split Shot, so it's now has its own damage modifier. Says the damage of flow split shot skill has been changed to have an independent amount of damage and skill add-on specialization has been improved. The damage is 1637 times 4. Does that change anything? What, what does that do? Is that just so you get a separate skill add-on on that skill potentially? Or what do you? what is this doing? Is the damage the exact uh, same? I have no clue. I couldn't tell you, unfortunately. I don't, I don't grind in Awakening and I haven't played Zerker in several weeks now, so. All right. All right, what about this? When using Shake Off to the left, the moving action link speed has been improved to be the same as using it to the right. Yeah, that was just a weird bug. Okay. Is that, how long has that bug been in the game? Uh, like <laughs> every other Zerker bug, forever. Uh, I, you can't even, I can't even keep up with the bugs that Zerker has. It has so many. It's so stupid. All right, so Tamer, I'm going to read the blue text, and then I'm going to say what the Tamer changes are. So... Blue Texas Tamer is going to have a big change in Awakening through today's Black Desert Lab update. In particular, the Legendary Beast Dance skill is completely changed to independent skills. Although the Legendary Beast Dance skill is previously one skill divided into Vermilion Bird, Azure Dragon, White Tiger, and Black Turtle. So it could be used according to various situations with different effects. Therefore, the Legendary Beast Dance skill is not a single skill now, but has been divided into four independent skills, each with characteristics of the four gods. They got to throw a little bit of lore in there. You know, <laughs> just a little bit. Yeah, just a little. Just toss the lore and be like, we are thinking about lore. Don't give you forget. a little taste. Uh, we expect that we will be able to continue playing by using each skill a little more actively than before. In addition, the damage of skills such as flow soaring strike has been increased to uh, increase grinding efficiency. So, essentially, legendary beast dance, which is A D W S and R and B. You could go for depending on the direction you choose is the skill that you get. Instead of one single cooldown of three seconds for, that all the skills are on, uh, and it kind of puts everything on cooldown, it's four independent abilities, all with slightly different damage modifiers or effects uh, on different cooldowns, which are now eight, six, six, and nine, and one of them has super armor now. Uh, this was also a core skill, and now, now they have a... Uh, they split it up into four different abilities and all of them you're able to add a core to. So 
They now have like nine, what is it, nine core skill options? Uh, which is random and weird. They'll all still take uh, these Rampage. And... <laughs> Ain't that the shit of it, though? Like, <laughs> like he put in all this work. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um... Yeah, so those skills are all a little bit different. Um, they adjusted the PvP damage, so it's still essentially the same, I guess. And the PvE damage is higher on some of these than it was before. Uh, some of them have different effects. For example, one of them has... So one of them has a float, the Vermilion Bird version. One of them has a move speed debuff, 30% for 5 seconds. Uh, one of them has an AP buff, Magic AP plus 16 for 5 seconds. Uh, unsuccessful hit, and the other one recovers HP and MP, uh, and has super armor. The other three are unprotected. And then the core skill and the unprotected version will give them each super armor, and then on the one that has protection, the core skill will give it a bound. Um, and then, yeah, so there you go. They also changed, uh, after using flow soaring strikes, it's been improved to link more smoothly with flow uh, full moon, uh, it's been improved to apply the skill out on Beast Rampage skill when using the attack flow intimidation, which is actually pretty nice because flow intimidation is complete. You can use it completely independent of Beast Rampage. So that's really cool that they added that. Um, let's see. It's been proved to link ultimate Echo Pierce skill while casting Celestial Slam and the following skills. All right. And then like just some bug fixes. Whenever they say phenomenon, it's just bug fixes. So that was the tamer. Next up is Musa. Musa got some changes. Now, overall, for 99% of the tamers are gonna roll to suck Nova with me because of these changes. There's not what they asked for. So it's gonna be exciting. We're all gonna play suck Nova together. That's cool. Yeah, I put out Where'd a call on Reddit. That? Well, I found the the tamer complaint Reddit thread. I got to find more. There's a bunch of them, and uh, in there, I'm I'm putting we've been we've been had by PA for the last time. It's time for us to join a real pet class and play Suck Nova together. Ooh. Mm hmm. It's gonna be awesome. Uh, you know what the annoying thing is? It's like I'm trying so hard to see where the tamers come from, but then they're still just spamming roaring, and it's annoying, and I don't like it. Alright, you gotta You gotta stop fighting tamers. <laughs> well the last the last set of changes were also nothing but nerfs. Except their PvE got buffed. So who knows? We'll have to wait and see what happens with this one. Uh Musa. Musa got some interesting changes. Due to the effect of Prime Serene Mind skill, the stamina consumed when the skill is activated during the cooldown of the next skill has been reduced. Required endurance from 100 to 75. Uh, succession, Rising Storm Blaze, Prime Blooming, Prime Gale, Prime Crust Crusher. Um, so that's kind of cool. It's been improved so that the additional hit damage of Prime Blooming is applied quickly. According to this, it's possible to smoothly connect to Prime Gale and Prime Cyclone Slash. Prime Rising Storm 4, skill cooldown time, PvE damage has been increased. So Rising Storm, I guess when it's on cooldown, does additional damage in PvE. Um... The linkage between the first and second hits of Prime Divider has been increased. After the second hit of Prime Divider, the linkage to other skills has been improved to be more smooth. Uh, it's been improved to smoothly activate after other skills after using Succession Rising Storm Blaze skill. 
And then Prime Gale got a damage increase in PvE from 1462 to 1608%. And then the PvP damage has been... The, or is, is the same. Now, obviously the stamina thing. The stamina thing is going to affect both. And some of these, like, connection stuff always affects both PvP and PvE. But um, maybe it'll make Moose more chill. Because Moose is, like, one of these weird ones where Suck Moose is actually significantly better than Awakened Moose in PvE, but it's extremely sweaty. Like, sweaty to the max. So maybe this will alleviate some of that sweat. Yeah, they, they pull a ridiculous amount of trash, that's for sure. I'm just, this is, and again, all of these changes give me hope because there were six classes that essentially got PvE buffs. Yeah, hopefully they hope donate in rounds. Yeah, because there's still, I, I'll go yeah. through these. It, basically, it's Musa, Tamer, Ninja, Dark Knight, Hash, Nova, and Corsair that got PvE buffs. But Didn't it, Zerker get like one damage PvE buff? No, I mean the split shot thing, I'm pretty sure the split shot change is still the same damage technically, but I don't know. Oh, is it? Oh. Um, I don't know, maybe not, but I don't think it's anything super significant. Gotcha. But it gives me hope, like if you're a Musa, you're probably like, that's odd, Suck Musa was already better, but hopefully since there's been some changes, this means there will be others. Sometimes they do stuff in waves like that, so maybe Awakening Musa will get some PvE love as well. Yeah, I mean, the the fact of the matter is, is we've had how many weeks of, like, zero changes? So, the fact that something's coming out is a good sign, and, and hopefully it, it continues, because, I mean, I think you brought it up maybe two, three weeks ago, I don't remember, you were like, they promised us that they would keep adjusting PvE changes, and then just stopped. <laughs> like... Yeah. Well, PvE and PvP, and they haven't done anything, so this is the first time. It's kind of nice. Uh, Alright, so after Musa, Dark Knight got some changes. Their blue text is Dark Knight Awakening Style is a style that continues the combo by tying them together and using skills quickly like Scattering Darkness, Flow, Bombardment, Flow, Darkness, Thread, Skill, Linkage, or other Seated Disaster, etc., etc. However, it's a momentary explosive power when all these skills are used, but is disappointing in terms of continuous damage. So in PvE, the main weapon skills were often mixed in order to reduce this disappointment and increase the proportion of Awakening skills while just the linkage of Soul Snatch, Grip of Grudge skill, and the amount of damage of those skills. So Soul Snatch is interesting because now Soul Snatch can be used as a pull skill similar to how they used to use Old Cluster of Despair, uh, which is really cool. Um, they buffed the damage of Spirit Blaze and its flow, uh, which is nice from 1205 to 1326 on normal spirit blaze one through four and then uh the flow from 1205 to 1508 the cooldown of grip of grudge is now being reduced from 10 seconds to six seconds it also got 40 percent pve crit uh that skill can be used as a pull skill as well especially with the lower cooldown it'll always be available um potentially will do decent damage in pve because right now it's like the damage number on it is okay but it doesn't have any crit so it's not doesn't actually hit hard so maybe it'll feel a little bit better um they also changed the linkage between grip of grudge cluster and soul snatch uh and uh they fixed a bug so they got a little bit of love here which is pretty cool because dk is uh awakened dk is pretty significantly behind suck and pv so this is at least a a start <laughs> 
I, By the I, way, I th- yeah, I I, th- I think either last week or the week before, I mentioned something about Awaken DK, and I I hadn't fought one like genuinely. I hadn't one v one one since the reworks up until that point, and mm. you were kind of shocked that I didn't think that it needed nerfs. Oh uh, yeah, it needs nerfs. That Wait, shit. Which that class? shit's insane. Awaken DK. Oh, you think it needs nerfs, <laughs> dude? That class's damage output is insane. Hey, you know, I was saying that the fucking first two weeks of the reworks being out. Dude, they I, le- I legitimately, I am not kidding. Listen, I know I'm a gearlet, but I wasn't fighting a mega geared person. I was fighting someone in my guild that's like maybe 30 gear score ahead of me. So like gear diff, but not like a crazy one. And he legitimately one shot my block and took a good like half of my HP in one skill. I was I I was astounded. Yeah, it's it's insane. The the ten no, awakened DKs we have, the ten awakened DKs we have on console would be uh, very upset if they got damage nerfs. <laughs> <laughs> I think all the DKs would be upset if they got damage nerfs. Yeah, I probably. Don't know. I don't also, know. I don't know if you guys have run into this, uh, but uh, for some reason, Swork's block does mega damage. Yeah, it does. Know, it does. I don't know why. When they press R and B, yeah, if you're near yeah. them, you actually get chunked. And it has it has down attack, so they can CC you and just block you to death. It, it's so crazy. It used to be like four or five percent times one, and then they gave it a legit modifier. Yeah, it does so much damage. For me, Sork is my most hated class in BDO. Oh, same. Don't worry. Don't worry. I've been advocating for Sork's removal from the game for several years now. SA on Shadow Eruption, I'm still just shaking my head. Like, I just don't understand. I just don't understand. It's like giving SA on Foxclaw for Suck Ninja. It just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it's weird. Or anything. Like, dude, with the AoE, because they recently buffed the AoE and masked it in a bug fix. And it's like. Uh, I, I actually think now it's it's more similar to like if you were to put SA on uh I don't know like the head or something or moonlight yeah like just yeah. it's just crazy I I don't know it's it, yeah it's so weird to me that skill having yeah, SA just, when it was already hard to punish no, I, like I put full evasion gear on with centaur sisals pen accessories I'm four hundred and twelve DP and the sorks on console have no issue comboing me and I'm just in shock. I'm like, okay. There's only Sorks and Suck Mystics are the only two classes that can easily one-combo me when I put that build on. Yeah, that's another really high damage output class right now. It's insane. It's crazy they're hitting you, Lord, because a lot of them them think they don't have accuracy on that class. (laughs) I had a very long heated debate in the the partner chat with a console Sork about how they've buffed the damage of Grim Reaper after the reworks. And the person was adamant with me that that is not true. And I did the math for him. (laughs) (laughs) I did the math for him in the chat. And then his response was, well, they removed our accuracy, so we don't hit as hard anyway. They did not remove any accuracy (laughs) on it. (laughs) I just gave up. I was like, all right, cool. Oh my God. That's some fucking copium, brother. Holy shit. I, I just don't understand how you can play that class and hit people with Grim and not realize you're doing more damage after the reworks than pre-reworks. I just... It just blows my mind. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's wild. Um, Alright, Hash. 
This one I'm actually excited to try because I, I ever since Awakening Hash PVE uh, has been good since the rework, or at least been better than what it was. I don't ever really grind on Suck, but Suck Hash got some some decent PVE buffs too. They buff Quicksand, which I that skill's so long I still don't know if we'll use it for PVE. Um, Prime Chosen Blade, which is a Shift Q, that that got buffed significantly, which is nice. Uh, Ridge Reaver, Prime Surge, Prime Shadow Splitter. All got pretty nice buffs. They also, uh, it has been proved to smoothly link with Rupture, Prime Purge, Flow Hourglass of Recall skills after using Chosen Blade. So the end of Chosen Blade, it's, I guess, will be faster into some of these skills. The attack range of Rupture has been changed to the side closer to the character. So I don't know if that means the max distance is different or it's just slightly wider when close to the character. I don't know. If it's slightly wider and close to the character, that would be nice for PvE. Um, and then the attack range of the direction of Prime Purge has been modified to match the actual effect and the phenomenon that description attack range skill blah 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 has been corrected. So really really nice uh, PvE buffs. Actually kind of a lot of them too. I, I still think Prime Chosen Blade should have a lower cooldown. Would it help their PvE so much and not really affect PvP much? Right now it's a 13 second cooldown on an unprotected skill that really aren't gonna use in the neutral game so it's more just like a combo damage skill so I don't I don't know it's not really used as a catch occasionally and when it is it's like crazy that you caught someone with it but anyway uh Nova Frost yeah go ahead uh, what's your opinion on the change they made to your one of your movement skills they changed the input to space and it silent, I know silent it, breach that's it. it's a silent breach. It's, yeah. Yeah, it's a float. Yeah, because um, I know Musa. That's pretty. That's it, Musa. My uh, um, was pretty upset because it has some issues with Al's Dominion input, mm -hmm. and they did that change. So you find that an issue, or is well, it... so they changed it from a float to a forward guard skill with no CC. And right, yeah, they also did that. Yeah. At first, I I did not like the change, but now once I got used to it, I I really like it. So I don't yeah, know. Okay. I do how think, about the... I think it was fine as WQ, like I could live with it either way, but I don't know. The way it links together with space after certain abilities feels super, super nice. So, um, but I'm kind of with Nayashi in that I, I hate that you can't rebind jump to something else and still use space. So there is part of me that I don't really love relying on space bar just because of the conflict it. with jump. But uh, so awful. But space bar is obviously easy to hit and like easy on the hands over long periods of time. Like hitting space bar is nice. It is. It's what makes it awful. Because <laughs> just <laughs> yeah. fucking jump like a retard all the time. Yeah. Another. I think that, um, but like, I don't know. Can't that just be fixed by like changing like the game to recognize that like okay yeah I may have accident I may have pressed space bar. 0 0.01 seconds later than I should have. Mm -hmm. But, like, can't you just give that to me? Like, nah, come on. Just... Or at the very least, like, make it to where if you, like, just finished an animation or some shit, like, you can't jump. Like, I don't know. I, I feel like there's ways to work around this even if you don't want to just, like, make it able to be rebound, which, yeah, they should. Yeah, it's... Yeah, it's just... It just makes no sense why at this point in time they just haven't decided to give that as a feature for us to use. 
as we please. It would be weird to get used to jump on a different character or on a different button, but I mean, there's rare cases when jump is actually a necessity. It's mostly for like, you know, weird combat moments where you want to use terrain for an advantage, mm-hmm. or you want to just meme on somebody and jump on top of their corpse or something weird and lame like that. But yeah, I don't know. Just seems... How about the um the the down smash change they did to your I think it's your shift F on awakened hash where it's your knockdown and it's a combo skill because that's yeah, the biggest so complaint dune slash into the flow so i i'm mm-hmm. also see it may, maybe i'm weird i am not on board with being upset about that because well one right now the way the game is it's hard to rely on a knockdown anyway so you typically are getting a float and if you do use dune slash the thing is is that knockdown they added air attack to that skill and it hits really fucking hard or I, maybe it always had air attack, but because of the down smash, you actually get air attack on that skill. I think they did add air attack to it. But when you get the down smash, it hits so hard. They're not on the ground as long, but you still, like I can still finish out my whole combo. So I don't know if it's a different thing with console and FPS and stuff, but I, I have no problem finishing out the combo if that down smash lands. It just makes the damage higher. But I, they yeah, when, definitely when... end, it definitely ends a little bit early, but it might be a product of like, um, having guaranteed having the attack speed buff because of crown kick and a tier three add on early on as well as the the newer lucas crystals mm. but okay that's interesting because um he's, he definitely has issues comboing me if he does get the down smash to proc um i don't know if there's no air attack happening but whenever he gets to kd and the down smash doesn't proc it's very easy and to also do like your extended ah. combos where you can re-combo someone yeah, I don't know. I, I've not had that too. issue. I, I don't really have any issue killing people outside of Strikers and Mystics in 1v1 on Ash at all. Fair. So I'm not too sure. But I He's also Evasion. I, I definitely so have, are you still... Are you, you switched I, to Evasion. I, I saw it to Evasion, yeah. I have seen some people complain about it. I just haven't had the same issue as them. I'm not exactly sure why. Okay. Maybe it's where I'm using it. I, I don't know. I wait till the very last second, you know? Um, hold on, I'm testing. Yeah, I don't, someone said Rupture got the distance cut in half, but it doesn't seem to be true, so I don't know. It's definitely not, if it is shorter distance, it's definitely not 50%. It's definitely not cut in half. So my question is, and Frosty, you can answer this better than... I think most people, since you talk to a lot of people about it, did the classes who needed the PVE buffs the most, like, get them? Maybe not exactly what they wanted, but uh, they got something? So... No? Some. Some, because I haven't gotten all the way through yet, but there's still Nova and Corsair, and Suck Nova definitely needed some. Suck Corsair definitely needed some. Awaken DK definitely needed some. Um... Tamer, you could argue, uh, definitely needed some. I know that makes Tamers mad, but they're actually pretty decent in PvE. They're not like top tier or anything like that. But um, but Tamer, Tamer could use some. The Suck Musa one, while it's cool that they got them, I, I don't have any problem with other classes getting them because it's not like... It's weird that Suck Musa got them, but not Awaken Musa. That's a little bit weird to me. Um, But... 
I don't. I need to see how good or bad Suck Musa and Witch are relative to today's standards. Awaken Kuno didn't get any, and they need some. So I, I think like there's a few more that definitely still need some that didn't get any for sure. Uh, trying to think, trying to look at classes. Uh, yeah, I don't know. No, there's still like, there's still definitely a bunch that, that could use some love that didn't get any love, but some, some did. It's close. I, I do think there's hope, you know, <laughs> I'm, I feel like maybe, you know, maybe, 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 maybe. Yeah, I don't know. What do you think? I mean, Awakens. I I hear Awakened Zerker isn't that good. Like Awakened Zerker didn't get any PVE love, really. So. Yeah, I mean that's what I, that's why I was like, because like everything else is a PVE change. So I'm I'm wondering if the the split shot thing was supposed to be a PVE change, but I don't know how that could affect it. In all honesty, but like I said, I don't. I haven't played Zerker in a couple of weeks, and even back when I did play Zerker, I grind exclusively in Succession. So, mm -hmm. even pre works I grinded exclusively in Succession. So, I couldn't tell you, like, what Awakened Zerker, like, needs to be, like, good or anything like that. Yeah. Let me look at, hold on, let me pull up BDO Codex so I can look at every icon. I can, I can rifle through this. I got you, PA. Oh, no. All right, here we go. All right, Sork, uh, remove the reduction in damage uh, in PvE on violation. Uh, Awaken Zerker could use some love. Uh, Awaken Tamer, probably even after this changes, can use a little love. Awaken Musa could definitely use some love. Um, Succession Valk could use some major PvE love for sure. I think both specs of Caster could use some love, but um, I'd have to dig around. Awaken Kuno is horrendously bad. Uh, Awaken DK got some love. We'll see if it's enough. Horrendously bad. Not just bad. It's, horrendously bad. Dude, well, like, I'm sitting here because Suck, Suck Corsair is, is an awful grinder. And Suck Nova is an awful grinder. And then, like, I hop I hop on both those classes. I'm like, dude, still, compared to Kuno, these feel so nice. It's actually even as horrible as they are. Um, uh shy could use some love for places like orcs because it's still really bad even though shy is super good at high-end spots uh guardian awakening also it's like teetering it's like on the cusp of not being great i think hash is pretty all right i still wish awaken had a pull skill suck nova we'll see with these changes so they they lowered some cooldowns on suck nova which i do think will be important and impactful and they also added some PvE crit to their SLMB or SRMB skill. Um, what is it called? Uh, Bitter Rain. So we'll see. And they also changed kind of the, the attack direction and number of hits on Axion on certain abilities. So it, overall, it should be a lot better. The cooldown decreases are huge. Frozen Earth from 18 to 14 seconds. Stamina's Mate from 13 to 9. Icy Thorns from 12 to 10. Like these changes are pretty big. Um, these changes also, some of these affect PvP quite a bit. So, that'll be nice. They also buffed Awaken Nova. Like, this is another weird one to me. They buffed Awaken Nova's PvE. 
And I don't know if it's because maybe the idea is like, well, this will make it feel a little bit less sweaty if you don't feel like you have to go a thousand miles per hour. I, I don't know, but they just buffed the PV damage of some uh, of their Excel abilities. And then they said Excel Frozen Ring will be added in the future. I saw some Nova saying that that's, that's going to be good. Yeah. So that'll be cool. But it's not like they were bad. Like they're not anywhere near what Awaken DK or Awaken Musa or Awaken Kuno are, right? Like they're really good already. Right. Like they're considered one of the best. So that, that one's odd. The Corsair changes I think are interesting but not amazing. They prime wipeout, which is shift Q, got a damage buff. That's cool. It's kind of helpful. Uh, Storming Gale got a damage buff. It, it's so minimal, 80% damage on, on their F ability that they used to get their AP buff. That I don't think that'll make any difference. Wave Lash got a cooldown reduction and a damage buff, so that'll be impactful. That's their shift LMB. I think that'll actually be probably the most important change. Either that or Prime Ocean's Pearl, which is their shift RMB. Uh, and then the other one is Crashing Wave, which is the flow, essentially, that happens after shift LMB, uh, where the little wave of water comes out forward, change from 13 seconds to 8 seconds. So that'll be cool. And then Ocean Melancholy, I don't think that matters. Change has a one second lower cooldown. Um, I Yeah, the, the Corsair ones, we'll see. The, the problem with Corsair is the whale skills feel like they do decent damage MPV and then all of the sword skills do nothing. So they focus on the sword skills here. So we'll see. But overall, I, again, a, as an Awakened Kuno who I would love to grind exclusively or for the a majority of time on Awakened Kuno, um, I definitely would love to see more buffs. And yeah, going all, but finishing down the list, uh, Suck Nova for sure. We'll see what, how that ends up. Suck Sage could use some of its damage they removed back. And then uh, Draconia is one of these weird ones where it's super good at Gyphon and trees and then horrendous at orcs so or places like orcs. So uh, yeah, that's another one that probably still needs to be looked at. Some of its pre-buff skills could be a little bit better. And then Awaken Zerker. But I don't know the specifics of Awaken Zerker. What should be changed? Awaken Hash is like... It doesn't need buffs, but if it got some, they'd be nice because it's still not like the top tier level at all. It just feels okay. Like I'm not complaining about it, but if it got some some love thrown in, I'd be happy. You know. Anyway, though, some PVE buffs, but that's like we haven't got PVE buffs in since the reworks. I, I think hey, Ninja got some buffs as well. Ninja got some phenomenons fixed. Okay. Okay. Yeah. After using Shadow Slash, you can link with the Ninja Step skill. Uh, okay. The actions uh, or effects of the falling skills may improve to output more naturally. Core murderous intent, flow execution after sudden decap in succession, which is in, like in six. I don't know. It doesn't even make sense because you don't use those skills in succession. I think they're saying nope. when using them in con like consecutively, in rapid right. succession. I think is what it means. Um, Maybe yeah. In the description of execution skill, the explanation of right linkage after vacuum slash has been added, been modified. Uh, it's been modified so that the down attack effect is applied when the skill murderous intent is successful. I guess the down attack wasn't working on murder, which is actually kind of crazy. Interesting. Okay. 
I'm, I'm happy with the, the the ninja step with shadow slash linkage. I would much prefer the uh, link ghost step into shadow slash and out of shadow slash a lot better because that's uh, one of the main areas we get knocked out of is ghost step as a lot of ninjas know doesn't connect very well to a lot of skills. Shadow, a lot of them is maybe desync, but shadow slash is one of them that's very consistent in terms of getting CC'd out of it. Yeah. But hey, it's it's nice. We can uh, shadow slash, hopefully, shadow slash ninja step without getting CC'd. So that's good. I like it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anyway, that's kind of it. The rest is like mostly just bug stuff, like I said. So I don't know. I think uh, a lot of classes that are hoping for PvE feel some bit of like, well, there's always the people that are like pissed. That they're not on the list, which is, it's understandable, but also dramatic. It's like, it, I'm not mad that Kuno's not on this list, but if it doesn't end up getting anything, if Awaken Kuno doesn't get anything in the next one to two weeks, then I'm going to be kind of salty, you know, if it doesn't get any PvE changes. But uh, the other thing too is I, I think it's, now obviously I'm on board with, there's a lot of classes that need PvP changes for sure. But I think it's a waste of energy to be mad when uh, there's some PvE-focused changes that, like, to read through this and be like, so they didn't buff Awaken Sage PvP. And it's like, well, this whole thing seems mostly focused on PvE. It says it in every one of the blue texts. So uh, there probably wasn't going to be some PvE buffs to anybody. That's all I'm saying. But hopefully soon. We do need some PvP changes stat. There were a lot of people that were like, of course Suckzerker doesn't get nerfed. And it's like, well, this, the, it's all PvE changes. <laughs> like, yeah, Suckzerker needs to get nerfed, obviously. But it's this seems to be, they seem to have deemed this a PvE patch. Why would they make such a huge PvP change in a PvE patch? I would love some suck zerker nerfs, but I don't even know what you would do. That's the thing. It's like I, I'm scared for you guys. I'm scared for the suck zerker community, and that obviously it needs to be nerfed. But what they nerf is going to be, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see what they do. It's going to be super interesting. Oh. It's gonna get saged, someone said. I mean, in all honesty, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they just kind of killed it. I hope they don't, but it wouldn't surprise me. Mm hmm. Yeah. They'll find a way to change something that isn't actually a problem. Oh, well, absolutely. They're gonna. They're gonna. What? What could they even do? What would they do that would like? Predatory hunt will be a forty-five second cooldown. They'll. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Tackling rock will like you can't actually move forward with tackling rock. It's a it's a stationary ability unless you mouse move it. it. It'll be random shit, you know, where you're just like, that's odd change. They'll probably make it so you can't be in beast form. There, there will be a thirty-second cooldown or a minute cooldown where you can't be in beast form. All the fun stuff, you know. 
You know what? I I I haven't really thought too much about how to nerf Sucksucker since I haven't been playing it, but mm. one of the things that maybe they could look at doing is removing that second thing of tackling rock. Maybe that doesn't need to be a thing. Yeah. I feel like that would help a lot like take down its mobility without removing the fun part of it, which is the lava piercing of tackling rock going at the speed of sound, right? What if they were to add like um on the second predatory hunt st- stam lock on that one? That'd be too much. On the second, like, what do you mean the second? So you know, so you you got the little run skill, but you got two in succession. Oh, you mean lava piercer? That's lava piercer. Lava piercer, sorry. Yeah, you're, you're would it be too much if they make lock the second lava one piercer? Of them. Yeah, whichever one yeah. is more reasonable. Yeah, no, that would that would probably be because like definitely one of the ways you could try to rein it in is by making them actually have to manage stamina a little bit because right now they just kind of go wild and there's no there's no real forethought put into like what is costing what it's just what do I rotate to continue my protections and my movement. Mm. Yeah. Because the, the kit itself isn't that large, so any kind of nerf would be pretty substantial on that class. And any kind of buff is the same same premise. Yeah. Do you guys think Draconia needs to be nerfed? Yes. What would you nerf on it? I still think it does too much damage. I mean, what specifically, though? Uh... I don't know. I think I think it's just like Guardian, where it's just perma protected and uber amounts of damage, and it's like, I mean, damage as a whole right now is way too high. So maybe instead of nerfing classes, we can fix defense. But it's just way too much damage. Also, I hate mana steal mechanics. Can we please get rid of all mana steal? It's the most unfun thing that has ever been fucking thought of. I don't understand it. Do you want to replace it with a vacuum? Would that make you happy? No. How about no, we replace no it with actual Jesus intelligent Christ. game design? We love vacuums. Replace it with We slow? do not love vacuums. Wait, mana steel's not like it's not. That's not unique to be mana. Mana steel's a pretty common thing in other games. What's wrong with mana steel? It's unfun, just like vacuums. Unfun. I mean, I'm pretty sure Musa Maywa has mana steel in his kit, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that sucks. They need to get rid of it. <laughs> Uh, wait, 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 what? You, what, are you, what are you saying, Rizzler? Trust me, I'm equal opportunity hater. I'm, I am nothing if not consistent, okay? He, he doesn't like mana across drain. the board sucks ass. Alright, hold on. Majority of the time, you don't even get hit with blooming. Okay, then good. There's no point to have it. Remove it. No, there is a point to have it. It's skill expression. Oh, my lord. I guess it's Ricardo a risky fucking the same argument. ability, okay, and if we give, use it on then you... Give, then give mana drain to everybody. Why do only, like, four classes or three classes have mana drain? Hey. Well, I, I, give iframes to everybody. Why do, I, why do I not have near as many iframes as every fucking class out there? Like, Yeah, give everyone a target chase and block jump and grab and lava piercer. I agree. Yeah, I mean, like, what what kind of logic is that? Like, we should just make everyone have the same shit. It would be easier. Everyone has unique abilities, so... You know what's crazy? Just because you don't... I, I would <laughs> yeah, be Yeah, but willing... not everyone has unfun mechanics like vacuums and mana drain. 
Manage, managing doesn't. All right. <laughs> there, there is a damn good chance that when someone uses blooming on you, your auto pot feature might actually get your WP or your mana instead of actually healing you. And then it just rendered it useless. There's also a good chance that you could just be facing your opponent from turning while being hit by it. And then just throw up your block and you'll get all your WP back. If you a solid, like, a solid, like, 60% of the time, at least, probably closer to 70, when I get hit with Mana Drain, it's right after I used a Mana Pot. So then I am forced to just fucking stand there and wait for my fucking Mana Pot to come off cooldown. Just auto-attack okay, the ground, you'll well, be fine. Kind of sounds like you need to go back to auto or manual potting, you know? Like... Or lower the percentage. That's what I do. <laughs> or you could lower the percentage. Yeah. Dude, I, I or actually we could just think... get rid of really unfun, unskillful mechanics. I mean, um, grab. We can get rid of that. That's cool. I'm good a... with that. Yeah, I it's think an it's unfun, a fine... unskilled mechanic. I think it's a fine mechanic. I, I actually think this is a separate thing, but I actually think it, if you were to make two identical classes, everything is literally the same thing from top to bottom. And you gave one of them fire animations, one of them water animations, and the character model Someone was different. Someone would complain that the People... visual effects is making them No, better. no, no, not that. They would, and, <laughs> but you didn't tell anyone that it was the exact same kit. So you reorder all the skills and name them different stuff, but literally they have the exact same tools. They would complain about each other's balance. <laughs> I, I, I would love that social experiment. If you took a class, gave it, you copy-pasted two kits side by side, you reorganized the skills in the tree, you reorganize the skills in the tree and just make the animations visually look different. The balance, there would be major balance complaints uh, between the two classes. I'm already starting to complain now. I mean, in terms of mana drain, this I think idea, it's fine it's for unprotected skills with small AoEs, but if you put it on like big AoEs that's got protection on it, at that point I would uh, definitely be like, that's, that's not okay. What if you just block I, I just think Drax... I think Drax Mana Drain is more appropriate than any other Mana Drain because that's on a purely defensive skill. It's a defensive use of that mechanic, which like makes sense to me. I think it should be on Spin Spree on Kuno. I still don't like it, it, but at least it makes sense. It's part of the defense of the skill is that, hey, if you come up to them while they're using the skill and you don't have a grab to knock them out of it, then you're going to get your Mana Drain. It's part of the defensive mechanic of the skill. That at least is like a, a sound argument as to why it exists. I don't agree with it, but it's a fine argument, I guess. Having it on offensive skills is just fucking irritating. I think it's on a skill that you can punish without a grab. I, I'd like... I, that's fine. If they're trying to mana drain me for some weird reason, at least that gives me the opportunity to counter that. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't... See, and that's part of that's that's part of my annoyance with it is that's like if they're trying to mana drain you, well, they, I feel like they pretty rarely do. It's just part of a like rotation of skills yeah. that they're using, right? So then maybe against the witch wizard, it's like it's just by random chance that it happens to win them a fight because I just happened to auto pot and then they just happened to hit me with the skill. It was not a it was not a decision that they made in the heat of the moment. They just fucking used it, and it was luckily timed, and so now I lose because I have no mana for two seconds. It's fucking shit. It's a dog shit mechanic. What if you just block it with S-block? Just block it, Omega oh Why is that I mean, an Omega It's literally what I do. 
Yeah, you can. So you can just see it coming. You, you, you're no, just like, okay, well, here you, this is when they use blooming. Like, well, with blooming, they're only really using that in a combo or like, I guess, as a catch. But it's like, no, generally, like if I'm using blooming, one, it's not gonna be versus Zerker. That's too fucking risky. Um, but I'll use it on a class like another blader or anything like that, where I know they're gonna do some predictable movement, and I'm gonna use it in a way that they're in the middle of a super armor skill that doesn't CC or something like that. So something that's super predictable with low risk, with high potential reward. And, you know, I'll drain them during their super armor skill and then they'll be, they'll basically, you know, drop their animation chaining because they just want to have WP. And that's when I go to follow up CC. It's a soft core CC. So it's not like you can't react to it. You can definitely react to it. It's just most of the time players aren't used to getting hit by it. So they get confused on how to react to it. But I have fought people that know how to deal with it. And they doesn't really bother them. When, when I fight Drax, I was thinking, because Drax is an AoE on an SA skill. But that one, because it, it doesn't instantly take all of your mana. It like drops down. Yeah. It does drop down fast. But it's like the moment I notice my mana is going down, I just block. Usually. And it also has a very long wind up on the skill. It takes it way more slowly. It's on a purely defensive skill. I'm actually now uh, on board with Rezar. We should nerf Mewa. Shut the fuck up. I'm just what saying, I don't, this I don't, I don't understand garbage? why it is like such a necessary thing when it's just unfun. And it just, I don't understand it why just... this is actually the, the, the damn bridge you want to die on as far as like what to be nerfed. I mean, it's not. Like, uh, I'm not saying that this needs to take precedence over Suck Zucker. What I, I am mean, saying you've been is that been going on a monologue about it for basically uh, uh, five. Because minutes you guys ago. are arguing. So with the I'm sorry. Is. You want me to just take you arguing with me, laying down? Oh, never mind, Nash. You're absolutely right about literally everything that you said this whole time. <laughs> I have no counter argument to what you've been saying at all. What the fuck? No, the reason I'm bringing it up is because it's just an unfun mechanic that is not like there's 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 no fucking. It's only okay. So here's what happens. I auto pot. It's completely RNG basically of when I auto pot because I'm just using my skills. And then I just happen to get hit with fucking blooming. Now I can't I I, I literally cannot do anything because I'm out of mana. You won the fight based off of a pure fucking roll of the dice. That's bullshit. And that's why I'm saying like at least with Draconia's use of mana drain, it's like kind of understandable. Because it's not just a, a roll of the dice. You see them use this long-ass wind-up animation. If you have a grab, then you can knock them out of it. If they, if you, even if you can't knock them out of it, you can walk away from them, and all your mana isn't instantly gone the second you get hit with one fucking tick of it. <laughs> it's just an annoying, unskilled fucking mechanic that makes no sense, and it just randomly decides fights sometimes. How often are you actually running into people that use Blooming, or... Because that's basically it's just blooming. It's, I mean, the, not missing because nobody places classes. <laughs> Misty, so that's nah. She's getting triggered. All, all that does is just prove my point. Like it's not even an issue. <laughs> the the classes that you end up fighting, like Musa Mewa, they typically won't even use it in a in an actual like open world GVG or anything like that. It's okay, so in, like, then BA remove phase. it. Then it's of no consequence. Remove it. 
why waste the fucking coding time on some bullshit kind of <laughs> Yo, okay like dude you are doing some heavy okay mental first of all I, I disagree no, no, you're I, doing I disagree. some heavy mental gymnastics hold on, hold on. i'm trying to justify wasting time on something that isn't even a problem look i i think that i disagree that it's unfun I, yeah, like if that is unfun then also so is being cc'd just entirely because like I mean, sure, you can but react CC'd to is it just a core part of pvp Yes, but so is this. You you know blooming. You go into a fight knowing blooming can do that. So you want to avoid the blooming or not get hit by the blooming or pot appropriately for when you get hit by blooming to mitigate the the thing that it does. I I don't think it's that big of an issue. Although I do disagree now actually that Rizzler shouldn't even talk about it. I mean like the here's the thing. If we're not going to talk about anything that is a smaller issue than Suck Circa, then let's just do two and a half hours on Suck Circa every single week and not talk about anything else. Because everything saying, else like... is, everything else, no, you're, why would we not talk about something if he wants to have a discussion about it? It's okay to have a discussion about it. That's okay, but he's got to understand, you know, I'm going to have a disagreement about it. Like, <laughs> like, it just doesn't make sense. The complaint doesn't make sense because it's just, it's not an actual issue. It's a nuisance complaint for him. It's not a game-breaking issue or anything like that. It's, it's just, it's just weird to me. I mean, I didn't say it was game-breaking. I said it's an unfun mechanic. I mean, he sees what it's we all see. It's an unfun mechanic that just rolls the fucking dice sometimes on like who wins a fight, just like randomly. Like, yeah, and that's a very small percentage of time that that happens, but it's still incredibly frustrating when it does. Just like when a fucking resist rolls the dice on who wins a fight. It's See, really resist would be an actual fucking legitimate, you know, roll the dice complaint issue that I can get behind. Like that actually makes sense because it is an unfun mechanic when you're seeing somebody and all of a sudden they stand up mid combo and fucking grab you or throw you down. And it just doesn't make sense. You outplayed your opponent and then suddenly they win because they just happen to get up in the middle of your combo. That is an example of an actual unfun mechanic. Yeah, and to me, I'm saying that mana drain is the same thing. And that logic is just confusing to me. That's all I'm saying. I mean, that's fine, but you're also heavily biased because you played the only class with mana drain, so... Could we Mystics used to have actually a really strong mana drain back in the day. Could we... Yeah, and I wonder why it got removed. Could we settle... Well, because Mystic was kind of fucking busted with everything. Could, could we settle... Um... Had nothing to do with me. Meet, meet in the middle by just maybe a couple of little PvP damage reduction increases on some Maywa skills? No. Okay. We can't meet in the middle on that. <laughs> why, why would Mina's been playing a lot of Maywa and he keeps talking about how busted it is, so it sounds like that class needs to get nerfed to me. Who? But Mina. Oh, Mina's on a Maywa now? Yeah, he's been he's he played Awaken Maywa for a while and then he decided to try succession and all he talks about is how busted it is. What succession or awakening or just both? Succession, obviously. Uh, no, actually, the succession may was just oppressing everyone. I'm just, I just wanna, I just wanna. <laughs> succession may has been running around, fucking just, ruining everything. Yeah, that's it's it's just what I, I want to hear. I just wanna wanna make sure I acknowledge the the level of uh, uh, seriousness I can <laughs> apply to this. Although he does also talk about how annoying it is to keep the. The red moon thing up or whatever it's called. He probably you mean also your stamina bar. He probably also no, talks not about. I haven't heard him even mention his stamina bar, so 
Is no, he actually the, playing or is he on the buff, dummies? He must be on training dummies. Thing. What's the buff thing that you guys have to keep up on Succession? Red Blade. You have to like spam decap. Yeah, Red yeah Blade. that's Red Blade. You sure he's not playing on training dummies? It kind of sounds like he's playing on training dummies. No, nah, dude, he's getting like 15 kills on RBF. I don't know what to tell you. Well, RBF, congratulations. <laughs> I just... <laughs> I love how you just like randomly like assign value to things just based off of nothing. You really take RBF as some sort of value to consider? It is of value, yes. What other value? Like, are you saying it is valueless data? Yeah, actually. You have a mixture of people that are extremely high geared and then also people in trial gear. Like, it's. How does he actually perform in like a node war scenario versus no people one, of equal gear level? No one is in regular RBF, at least not most people in trial gear, because there's too much damage. Ninety nine percent of people are using their real gear in RBF. Let's get that out of the way first. Not people on trials, but that's okay. I'll go ahead and I guess ignore that aspect. What, how many trials are you seeing in RBF? I RBF all day. Literally all day. And I see, like, fucking maybe three trials in RBF with everyone else. I see trials all the time when I'm fucking in RBF. Probably don't RBF nearly as often as you, but I still see trials. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, think, uh, I think there's some Maywash shenanigans going on here. I think... Um... I think I think the Zerker brain's gotten to you. <laughs> I'm not a Zerker. I haven't been for like three weeks. I'm, I'm it's, not. It's 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 stuck. You just can't break it. You can't shake it. Did did Mina mention anything about the whole having to replace the mouse because the RMB wears out quickly? <laughs> the RMB key does get worn down. It gets quickly. worn down quick on that class. Really, really quick. Listen, man, I'm not saying that, like, I'm going to quit the game if they nerf Mana Drain. I'm just saying that I consider it to be a very unfun mechanic that I, I feel like it just doesn't make sense to have it in the game. And so far, the only two things that you've said is, A, it's not even that big of a deal, at which point, then why not just remove it? And then the other thing that you're saying is that it is not, like, an RNG roll of the dice like fight decider, even though it's done that several times to me, so I don't know. All right, let's go. Let's let's move on to comments. I gotta I gotta head out of here. Is the time already? Uh, well, by the time the comments are done, yeah, it's it's about to be twelve. <clears throat> All right. Also, but I like note, where we uh, got. I think uh, I think blooming. If blooming just got a damage nerf, probably we could meet in that middle. You know yeah, what I, mean? I don't think. Uh, Wait, what <laughs> blooming are you talking about? Pre-wicked blooming does nothing. It's only kidding. succession. Calm down. How you, how you guys do this? Dude. How you guys do this all the time. Just now it sounds like now up. it sounds like you've been playing Zerker for a and little for while. For the record, because oh, I I guarantee you, there's gonna be a bunch of like mooses in the comments. Yes, suck Zerker should take priority over literally anything else. That doesn't mean I can't bring up other things I find annoying about the current state of the game balance. No, we're just going to talk about Suck Zerker for two hours every week. Yeah, right? Jesus Christ. Going forward. Uh, Warfare, you are welcome to stay for the comments if you like. Uh, or, or you can bounce. It's totally up to you. We just read through the comments. Yeah. You know the routine. But uh, if you're welcome yeah. to chime in on any of them. 
Most of them. I'm gonna, I'll stay for the comments. Okay. Yeah. Usually, most of them are people yelling at, at mad at me about something I said the previous week. So. <laughs> I actually uh, commented for the first time in a while, and uh, I oh. definitely ended it a little bit petty at the end. Hell yeah! That's but, uh, oh boy. Hell yeah! I'm yeah. excited about that. Poor, poor, poor warfare is listening to us argue about some silly, pointless skill while he's just like, I just want better, you know, servers. I can't use <laughs> silly, pointless skill. Then get rid of it. No, honestly, it's been really cool uh, being here for the podcast. I'm actually, I was more excited for this than I was when I got invited to cast for the tournament by um, PA for console, which is interesting. That is interesting. I oh, appreciate yeah. that. So you could sit yeah, down that's... and listen to them argue about blooming for 45 minutes. It's definitely more exciting <laughs> than a tournament, <laughs> for sure. Uh, no, it's just I've been listening to you guys for like two, three years now. Yeah. Uh, no, no, I got you. Dude, it's cool to be here, bro. Yeah, so normally we God, don't I'm, I'm normally we don't talk still, about uh still are okay after all that time. <laughs> <laughs> and normally I don't we don't like heads up talk about uh upcoming guests, but next week I'm I'm kinda excited because we have uh we're gonna have PAX and Loads from Digital. So PAX who's the GM of Noto and Loads who I don't know technically don't what his I... role is. I'm going to find out his technical role, but he was shot calling for digital for a long time. And I know he does macro stuff and he's, uh, does everything. Is he the GM? I don't, I don't think know I've ever heard of, Lotus, but actually. we're going to have them both. Well, you should, man. Where have you been? You've been under a rock, man. Well, no, well, I mean, you know, you know, like as far as like my node war presence, it's been pretty much non-existent for like the last year and a half at this point, I think. Yeah, Loads doesn't um, GVG at a Baragi Den with Juiced, so you probably haven't seen him. But Rocky he's Den. uh <laughs> Baragi Den. But what? anyway, they're going to come on and, and we're going to talk about uh, large-scale stuff. Node War, Siege, GVGs, class balance stuff, kind of from their point of view, and since they both organize and run guilds. You know what they do? So the reason why I kind of like, and this is only from an outside perspective. This is, this is not like not from either of their opinions, but from my outside perspective, the reason why I kind of like the idea of having packs and loads on at the same time is because I think that they've clashed with each other and also been allied multiple times over the last like year and a half. Digital and, and Noto have always kind of, sometimes they work together, sometimes they hate each other. So I think that dynamic would be cool to get both kind of their opinions. So it, I, I'm actually excited for next week. What were you going to say, Rez? I was going to say, before we get into comments, mm -hmm. I, I did want to, like, ask Warfare one more thing. And okay. just, it's kind of a recap, but just, like, so we can have it in one concise statement. What what changes do console need, like, immediately to, like, satisfy the player base? Like, what what's, like, name, like, the big three, let's say. If you had to have, like, three changes that you're like, this needs to happen immediately. Uh, the, the biggest one is going to be next-gen ports slash optimization, but leaning on next-gen ports, that's the, that's the biggest one. Um, the rest of it, honestly, it's just more consistent updates. Um, I don't know how they're going to do that, but we need some kind of a roadmap that they don't mess up. And for me personally, <laughs> loot scroll, the, the loot scroll change. When I say like consistent roadmaps, they said on their roadmap that we're going to get Vels like november last year or something like that right and it's now i don't know eight months seven months later and we still haven't got bells it's just crazy 
consistency and updates and next gen port and then my personal one would be loot scroll ui so people can grind when when they want and how they want yeah i mean do you guys really need vel's heart over there don't you do enough damage <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> I guess another one would be um, an honorable mention would be increasing Kafra caps to C15 at least. Yeah, everyone's so. running around with uh, pin black stars and C10 armors. <laughs> the damage is kind of nuts. C10 armors. I, I still find it so funny that technically you guys have um, pen, like essentially C20 weapon, but not mm -hmm. armors. So it's so nice, so comfortable, so fun. Yeah, some of that decision making has been very questionable. Uh, do you want me to do the comments, Rossi? Yeah. Okay. I got them pulled up, Randy. Whenever. Yeah, hold on. I'm getting them up right now. Alrighty. Uh, Calamity says first ever first, and only took three years for Arena of Solaire. Hey, don't don't give yeah. them credit yet. It's still not out. Yeah, true. They could, <laughs> like it, they could Thornwood Castle it. Yep. Yeah, keep on their ass until they release that shit. Also, three years. I I it, I don't. Technically speaking, if we're talking about what the player base has been asking for, <laughs> literally since launch, five, yeah, five, people have been asking for years. an arena. Yeah. yeah. I I remember one of my one of my good friends back uh, at launch in the guild with me. His name was Kiki. He was a tamer. He literally was saying, "Dude, I just can't wait. I can't wait for arenas to come out, dude. I'm just gonna do one v one arenas all day." And uh, you know, still don't have that. So uh, that's still not announced either. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Still don't have that. Still three v three. Like we're close. Still not there. Um. Frosty linked uh, his own personal video talking about the positive and negatives of the Arena Solaire, like he said he would. Um, Supremo said, Resist is important because not all classes can zoom around and if every one second, oh, iframe every one second, stop acting like you can't avoid wake-up grabs. Skills in this game are mid-range. Best solution for this is to link your HP to your resist. 50% HP equals minus 50 resist. Um, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, no, just no. I I, I, I don't understand. Sorry. No, you go ahead. Go ahead. So I don't understand with how protected classes are these days that people can make the argument is like, oh, but some classes is it's like no classes are so protected at the minute and you add resists on top, it's just I I, I don't currently like uh the BDO meta with killing people just standing up and not going for CCs because it's really hard to. I always find it funny that the classes Every time someone says it's important because not all classes can zoom around and iframe every one second, and yet the classes that resist hurt the most are Succession Nova, that is incredibly slow, Awaken Guardian, that's incredibly slow. Like when your combo doesn't re CC on a slow class like that, you can't zip around. Like you don't get another chance. It's harder for you to catch these faster classes. And the funny thing, too, is like, how difficult is it for a Guardian to land a CC on, let's say, for example, an Awakened Ninja? And then finally, the Awakened Ninja makes a mistake and it gets resisted and the Guardian doesn't get the benefit. How is that? Oh, well, you know, it only resists or like they actually benefit the Zippy classes. It, it's so mm. weird to me that you think that it's only benefiting the slower classes. You know, it's also the slower classes are gen generally speaking the most protected. That's also what's always confused me about this argument. 
Like, I guess now in this meta, literally, like, everyone other than Suxage is, like, uber-protected. But, like, before the reworks, people were still saying this, that resist is important because slow classes. But, like, Guardian, Suck Nova, like, the slow classes are the uber-protected ones. Like, I don't know. It's weird. Weird argument. Never quite understood it. Never quite agreed with it. I, yeah, the... Like Heaton said, again, I, I referenced the video Heaton had a, a few weeks back where he's comparing like the two games, Lost Ark and BDO. It remove resist from PvP. And if the reason you're not removing resist from PvP is because some class relies heavily on it, then fix that class so they're not relying heavily on resist. Sit here and keep perpetuating the problem where resist hurts most classes. Mm hmm. Lil Pork Chop says, yeah, the C skills feel pretty nice on Drac, but it's still dog shit. I kind of hope Drac Awakening comes out busted as shit. Really helped me make up for all the time I spent griefing myself, grinding on suck. Is that true? Is it? Is it still... Uh, yeah, no I mean, bueno? unless, you're, unless you're out of place... It, it's so funny. Hold on. I, I pulled up this combo. Let me... Someone, someone posted this in my Discord the other day. Uh -oh. I want to pull it up because... He's getting receipts. It's really funny. Let me Not see. A good sign. In this channel. Yeah, it's here we go. Here's the PvP combo. I'm gonna post this in the group chat so you guys could see it. Discord. Or the PvE combo. And I went through and I counted these abilities. And and I was like, someone's like, this combo is really, really good in PvE. And I was like, how does this 18 skill combo work at orcs? <laughs> Because I have a hard time believing you're running through all 18 of these abilities on a pack or two at Orcs. Like, it's just, that's awesome for Gyphon that this combo feels really nice where you can stay still and go through your entire kit. But at a place like Orcs or Bloody where classes are killing packs in one to four abilities max, this looks pretty awful. To my understanding, isn't Draconia pretty slow class when it comes to getting its skills out in the first place? Yeah, it's like relatively just, slow, yeah. So just doing all those skills is already taking you a lot longer than most classes when it comes to PvE. <laughs> you know what my favorite part about this, this combo is? Mm. Don't forget, when you get to the seventh skill in this 18 skill combo, it's optional. So yeah. you're gonna... <laughs> You don't have to do Mark Thanon's Fang. That's yeah, up to you. You don't, you don't have to do number 7 of 23. You can skip that one if you want to. It's dependent on the circumstances. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Something about that's really funny to me. I mean, I'd, I'd use this picture as evidence that you need to buff the class rather than it's good at PvE. The C skills Alrighty. are good in PvP, though. Admori says, solo grinding spot is great. It will give PA the idea that solo dungeon grind spots are the best PvE grinding method in all MMO. I'm still waiting for infinite tower dungeon for PvE players to conquer. That's not a... Th is, that a is that a thing commonly in MMOs? I, I think... I feel like Lost Ark was the first one that I've played that had that. Uh, I'm trying to think. Yeah, Terra Tower... Terra... Did Terra? I don't remember if Terra had I don't a tower. Think Terra but had one of those. Blade and Soul had a tower. That was really fun. Mm. Terra I did have one. I can't Soul remember the one on in that. Terra. But Blade and Soul had a tower. I, I'm pretty sure a lot of games have a, a tower. 
or some infinite like climbing thing. Yeah. Yeah, maybe they need to come out with one at some point. Terra had Dreadspire. That's what it was in Terra. But it was group. It was group. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh, SunfoxPL1 says, Hello, about the not knowing rotation. Well, the thing is, rotations are more like meta gaming. They are not set in any way in the game, so people don't really know their rotation. They don't even need to know there's something like rotation. I don't think you can really blame them for not knowing that. There are also people that just like to run from group and to group and kill it. Hard to blame them either, I guess. Again, just like DFS, rotation is not something that is part of the game itself. Yeah, I mean, it's a meta thing, but they're... Like, I, I understand people not knowing rotations. I can't remember what this comment is in reply to exactly. But, we were talking um, about karma bombers, and somehow we got onto the topic of like people who don't grind in rotations. They they kind of they jump across yeah. rotations and stuff, and it doesn't make any sense. And listen, it's like if people don't know rotations, like that's fine. Like if you're a new player, or if you're just like new to a spot and you you don't know the rotation, then that's fine. I would say that you could just look it up. It takes two seconds. There's a lot of guides on or, like every grind or spot. Ask. I see a lot of people come or up ask. and ask, like, hey, can I watch or you like, do the rotation? I don't know this spot yet. Yeah. My my problem is more like those uh, that second person that Sunfox mentions. The they they just like to run from group to group. Those are the people where they're crossing rotations and you go to them and you say, like, hey, I I'm grinding this rotation. Do you mind going to like a different one? And they don't say like, oh, sorry, I don't know rotations. Because I have ran into those people like occasionally before where they're like, I don't know the rotations here. And then I, you know, try and show them or like link them a video or something. It's the people that go like, oh, well, you don't own this spot. You don't own this rotation. Those are the people that infuriate me to no end because it's like, okay, so now you're just destroying both of our income just because you, you're standing on some sort of like bizarre notion of like well you don't own this yeah no shit it's an unspoken agreement that all the players have it's just so bizarre i remember i had a situation a little while ago on console where i was grinding uh cliff rotation stars end and because i got good grind speed i have to push into two of the rotations and gate been there for about 40 minutes this random person that looks like he just got off season comes up and then just starts BMing me in server chat that I don't know what rotations are. And I should go watch guides. And then I just laughed and I was like, bro, I've got like five guides on this specific rotation. Like, I know how to grind it. Oh, no. <laughs> and then he goes, why are you in, uh, what was it, temple rotation where you meant to ride in grinding cliff? And I'm like, dude, you don't even know the name of the rotation you're calling me out for. <laughs> it's just, it, was, uh, it was a fun experience. That's like, and people I, that I, don't know call you out. I love when I go to Polly's and I do my daily at Polly's and people will occasionally come up to me and say that I'm not staying in one rotation. It's like, yeah, because we're at Polly's and everything dies in <laughs> 0.3 seconds. Like, I, you got to run everywhere and just hit everything because everything dies so quickly. Like you can't be you can't be kept to like one rotation. It's it's a, it's one of the lowest grind spots in the game. It's like eating weasels. Uh, yeah. Did you say heating weasels? Did I? I don't know. I'd say hitting. Did I say heating? Heating would probably get PETA involved. Let's not talk about heating weasels. Okay. Uh, 
Greed says, I cannot believe they added instance grinding before the ERP community got something. I am devastated that ERPers haven't gotten buffs since mansions got introduced and the orgy guilds formed. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. ERPers down bad. Mm hmm. Is there, a, is there a big ERP community on console warfare? <laughs> I mean, I don't even know what that means, so I guess not. Uh, erotic Some roleplay. Role play. Ero oh, okay. Yeah, yeah no, yeah, we don't have that. Erotic roleplay. We don't have. We did have one roleplayer um, whose name I can't remember. It was a DK, actually. But I haven't seen him talk and chat in a while, so I think he <laughs> What the fuck is an orgy guild? I don't even. Never mind. Don't answer that question. Omar Mendoza Jr. says a new episode. Let's go. Very excited for the new episode. So that's that's good. Oh God, I'm I am so sorry for what I'm about to do to this person's name. Okay, they they say in the comment, just call me Matthew. So Matthew K, I'm going to say, says somebody please explain to me because my brain is fried right now. Why can't we have all modes with no gear cap and equal gear? Make one v one, two v two, three v three, no gear cap and equal gear. Where's the problem? If you have the maps, it's not like you have to put one thousand hours into it. And lets me choose if I want to play on a map with this buffs or not. We don't know. Well, Frosty, you're, the argument that you've given in in the past is that the you don't want to split up the player base. My theory right? is that we don't have enough people to queue up. But also, I don't know. I'm still a little bit surprised they didn't add a. I thought they were going to do a one v one and three v three, originally. Yeah. But, yeah. But I don't know. So I have no idea. It's really weird that they they <clears throat> haven't mentioned a one v one queue, considering. I mean, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm off about this, but I feel like the cry over the years has been more for 1v1Q than 3v3. Maybe I'm off about that, but... I'm much more leaning towards preferring a 1v1 than a 3v3. But I'm very interested to see all the people crying about their teammates when it does come out, because Smite was epic, dude. That's the thing, is just the during the test, people were fucking shit-talking in chat. It was so <laughs> funny on Global Labs. That guy that was like complaining about invisibility, he was like, he's like, are you guys act are you guys actually just gonna sit in invisibility or are you gonna help me fight? <coughs> <laughs> it's just like, dude. It's my second time. I'm like trying to figure out the mechanics in here and not die instantly. All right, relax. Your ladder rank isn't permanent here. Yeah, really. Yeah, that's gonna see. Be really I fun. I prefer I prefer three v threes to one v ones because I I put no emphasis on one v ones. Half of them are decided by desync anyways. But that being said, I know that like. Again, like my friend at launch, there have been people like crying in, in desperation for one v one Q for like so long, and I don't know. I guess they're just not gonna get it for at least a little bit longer, oh. if ever. Here, here's Maybe the actual next, yeah. answer. The, I actually think this is more common than I. I, I completely forgot about this. Diet plane saying, "I need three v three so I can blame someone else for my terrible PvP," which True. I actually think that that is a real thing that a lot of. There's much less anxiety queuing into a 3v3 than a 1v1 because it's probably someone else's fault you lost. Wink, wink. Yeah, you can pass Very true, point. very true. It's my teammate's fault why I'm stuck in Sapphire or whatever the <laughs> lowest rank is going to be. Yeah. Dude, I was getting farmed in some of those matches. <laughs> Dude, I, now that I'm a Suck Guardian, I think I'm going to clap cheeks in there, honestly. Yeah, Suck Guardian will be good in there. 
Uh, Gear Grinder says the healing being halved in Solaire is possible because of the current AP DP ratios. Since you're a tankier than you would normally be, your heals go further. But I haven't gotten to play Solaire yet to see how it feels. Super excited for Solaire to come out or come to live servers. Just wish I could queue with friends. You and me both, buddy. But it for whatever most, reason, we're not allowed to. It mostly feels like that's the reason Gear Grinders the because everyone's tankier. It's just some classes. You don't really feel tankier against. Depends. But that's my guess for the heals too. It's like if I if you have to be caught two or three times to be killed, then healing up to full is way bigger than mm. if you're caught once or like if you barely live every time you're caught kind of thing. Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. That being said, I, I I didn't test a lot of the heals, and apparently a lot of the heals still were healing full health. I like I didn't get a chance to test it. Braced is only healing hundred. Oh, just bugs though. Yeah, so hopefully that's fixed, and they do it to all heals. Yeah. Bloodwolf says, "Why would Sork do so much damage in the arena though? Technically at low AP, Sork used to be a dead spec. You always needed higher AP, so I honestly assumed Sork was going to be dead any form of capped arenas. I guess back then they didn't have all this SA damage skills. Karshans did zero damage back at initial soft cap level. All you had then was GRJ, and it was non-core. Perhaps with the high DP, Sork can actually SA trade since all their dam high damage skills are SA. They can literally stand still and throw GRG, Soul Reaper, Karshans, and Swirling. In real gear, you can't." do this not even with evasion gear luckily parentheses for the bdo community this mode should benefit strikers and mystics the same way if not more so they can hard counter sork uh, like the end thing of what he's saying is true i mean obviously when we were soft cap back then you didn't have the 18 damage and accuracy buffs that you have now yeah, that you true. got over the years on sork and yeah technically striker and mystic would be a, a counter to Sork, but the problem is, like, am I guaranteed to get one on my team if I have to go against a Sork? Probably not. On console, you're guaranteed to get a striker. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> They're everywhere. Dude. There you go. Yeah. Um, uh, Actually, no, it's kind of a lie. Um, I would say after the rework, there's a lot less strikers, to be honest. Yeah, people do more damage now. Yeah. Yeah. Sven Hun says, heart for content, heart for timestamps. Appreciate your support, brother. Lord mm. X says, I can confirm that I spend more time on my PC account than console. I help the guild with griefers and GVGs in the afternoon on my console account and participate in our weekly siege for that three bill. I also do Imperial hand-ins for 250 mil a day. On PC, I will be hitting the 273 AP Kudum bracket by the time this comment is read and will be working on Kafrising my Red Nose armor to C10 to exchange for Fallen God armor and Enhanced to Duo. So far, having a great experience on PC. I have released a guide for new players to BDO and for other people like myself that are looking to transition from console to PC to help them progress their accounts to end game in an efficient manner and help people not to fall into nub traps. P.S. We can thank our good friend Dell for giving me the final push to swap platforms since he removed me from the console partner program. Yeah, that was me being petty at the end. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to talk about it. that? Because there's some rumors going around. I I know nothing about this, but what what uh, what, just, what happened? I've got a whole. If, if anyone wants to know the full context of it, I've got a video on it. But I just got angry in one of my live streams, and uh, I called someone a word that rhymes with baguette but begins with F. Mm -hmm. 
And uh, you can't do that. I was just very baguettes. upset how... Hmm? Baggots, they're good. You can yeah, all... baggots are good. You can do that if you're playing Call of Duty and you're 12. Yeah, it wasn't the right choice of words. But, no. I mean, the way it was handled was very no. disappointing. And um, yeah, it was just, I don't know. I felt like I got fired by also another 12-year-old. So it is what it is. You live and you learn. And then you get lows. Uh, uh, Cure. Right. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Go oh, God. No, I was going to say the next guy. Cure Gaming says a poor casters are struggling with a striker. It just sounds like you want a nerf to striker and evasion as a whole. Wait. I don't know what he's talking about. Because uh, in my exam, like when I talk about like a, a matchup of caster versus striker, I mean, there, most matchups for striker are pretty rough on Arena Solaire. Didn't Huntler just like booty clap a bunch of like mystics and strikers recently on his stream? I don't know. I don't know. Did he? Or just a bunch of them? He was just farming just a, bunch a bunch of, of them. Like, they're, bunch they're, of they're just like a whole line. clan. Just uh, like a whole clan. It was just an outright slaughter. Just a, a whole no family of, of strikers and mystics. An entire family. An entire generation just gone. Yeah. Tragic. Uh, Pink Master says, I can't wait to try the new arena. I can't believe we played without this for so long. Yeah, RBF can sometimes be fun, but I don't like when there's 60 players in the same spot. Please, PA, release the arena as soon as possible. Yeah, it feels way more fun when it's smaller scale to me. What's really fun is when that uh, bug with uh, RBF happens and you end up getting 75 people in your RBF because they're right? all joining and loading in at the same time. Oh, and then no. it's just absolutely the most miserable uh, experience you've ever had. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that a couple times. I saw 75 Dude. like two days ago. I know. I was in there. It was awful. It was the worst RBF ever. I ended up leaving and joining the other RBF that had like 20 people in it. It was so miserable. Uh, Balance Breaker says, The arena capped gear gonna be so dead. I, I would love to know why you think that. Yeah. I, I don't think it will be. I think... No, I think way more people will play because of capped gear. Unless he's saying... Unless he means to say that they need to balance the capped gear because it's kind of weird right now, but... Well, yeah, it is a little... It's in an awkward state right now. Yeah, I'll agree to that, but... Yeah. There's the, the idea is great. It's definitely going to have more players than if it were the other way around. Because Correct. if it were the other way around, like if you had to go in with the gear that you had, there's so many players like myself that would have participated if it was gear capped, but we're gearlets. And so like we're not going to go in there and just get destroyed by, by uber geared people. But if it's gear capped, then it's like, yeah, we'll give it a try. Why not? Yeah. Mr. Spectacular37 says, Aw oh, man, Frosty, you should have fed that clown to mobs. FRFR. Laughing face, sideways laughing crying emoji, and then straight up crying laughing emoji. You guys are awesome. Okay, hand symbol, clap emoji, and thumbs up. Uh, Nihilus popped in and said, Wait, Nihashi actually showed up to the podcast? Pog. <laughs> oh, no. Well, to be fair... 
you know i got family plans it is what it is you know change up the dates on us it hey is if you want to send nihilus a dm with your complaints feel free all right nihilus incoming nihilus he said he's gonna fucking delete you with this maywa uh as long see. as he's not on his his kuna what's uh what's going on with that 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 thing going on in your chat what's up oh with that? he he spammed two gigantic paragraphs with like at and the highlight message and it was it was too much and also i He's like asking me to make PA walk back their statement about family inventory thing. I, I, I don't work for PA. So I can't. I'm sorry, man. And also don't spam it like that. It's just I saw the first message. Calm your ass down. <laughs> Loren said read it in the Musassin voice. It's not Musassin voice. It's just a Musa voice. Triconic says, LOL, I don't really ask for DFS, but when I do and the guys say no, I will flag. If I lose, I leave. I guess that is a common thing. But there are times when from a DFS or aggressor becomes a griefer. Avoiding I don't know went to shits this episode, Lamal. Yeah, listen, we acknowledged. We acknowledged at the end of the episode that we were not watching our... We, we were not policing ourselves on our I don't knows. I don't think I was this episode either so there's probably a lot in this episode for me i don't know frosty how did you do this episode i don't think you i, I stayed mostly quiet so i guess i guess frosty gets a good grade i get a bad grade somebody grade us on our on our i don't know usage every episode i think the right answer really, really, not you really saying them that often honestly <laughs> yeah what warfare said i don't know how many times i've said i don't know <laughs> yeah, all right <laughs> Andros Luingo says, uh, smiley face, I like the photo with the guy doing 820 mil an hour at Orcs, but that's a cheap trick. I understand your counter argument by saying that the 800 million range is still viable in Orcs, but what you are omitting is that before it was with blue scroll instead of yellow plus camo plus pet and who knows the gear as you should, which is not a fair comparison. The point still remains the 800 mil range is not viable under the previous conditions. That is a lie. That is Andros. What are you talking about? No one was making fucking 900 mil an hour with a blue loot scroll. That wasn't the case before. It's not the case now. It's always been with a yellow loot scroll and a temp buff. That's always been, and not even with karma. Like, what are you talking about? That's not, no, that is false. Obviously, it was nerfed because it was too strong. It was supposed to be nerfed. That was the entire point of the change. But it's still really, really good, and the same conditions are used. Everyone... Typically, when they're showing off their orc numbers, are using a camo blessing, a temp buff, and a yellow loot scroll. That is completely standard. No one was fucking averaging 850 or 900 mil an hour with a blue loot scroll, no temp buff, no camo blessing. That is false. Agreed. I'll be lucky uh, to get like 300 or more mil an hour if I have a blue. He then says, I didn't realize that there was a change in the pet loot efficiency, parentheses, which, by the way, also affects the above statement. So we go back to the point that there is a money loss for Gearlets and Orcs 2 camouflage by the pet efficiency, but doesn't negate it. With such efficiency, the money in Orcs before patch would have been higher. It is very important to clarify that the changes on pet looting were unexpected and are an improvement that cannot be denied, but the nerf to all Gearlets or not is there. No, it's not. The gearlets are on average making more because gearlets are getting weapons more often than they used to get. And the pet changes, I, I don't know why you wouldn't factor in the pet changes. Why? It's like, well, but the pet changes, so you can't count that. It's like, but that's increasing your money. So why would we not count the pet changes? The pet changes definitely matter. Why would you omit that? I, it's like such a weird, 
I don't understand. No, geared players with super high gear are making a little bit less money, and that's okay because they were making too much money to begin with. The lower geared players who were not averaging three, four, five weapons an hour are making money a lot easier and more chill than before. And the amount of money, the difference, everyone thought the difference was going to be you're going to go from a bill an hour to nothing is was wrong. People are still making good money at orcs with or without good gear. And as well, some people have, have mentioned, and at Res, I think you're potentially one of them, is like some people are making more money uh, with lower gear at places like Fogans and Baragi Den and Nagas, places where you oh, made yeah. absolute garbage money before with low gear. All, all of the bad spots have definitely gotten buffed for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Fogans feels really good. That's like one of my main... Fogans and Sucry are like my two main grind spots at the middle you... of PC. Frosty. Yeah. For for the sake of all those poor individuals that still don't uh, truly understand what was actually changed with the uh the pets. Mm -hmm. Can you go over the change one more time cuz yeah. everyone's complaining basically like I've had people that you know I've been in uh communiques with about uh them complaining saying the pet change did absolutely nothing and I'm like you guys just don't understand what it actually did. That's the problem. Like, all, all they did is made it so when you when your character moves, your pets prioritize picking up loot versus moving towards where you go. So, for example, if I kill a pack of Sacrea mobs, I have five pets, right? My pets loot every 2.25 seconds or 2.5 seconds, depending on which pets you're using. You're, you kill the pack, they immediately loot one piece of trash, you start moving to the next pack. Typically, they would they would prioritize moving with you instead they're trying to get that loot regardless of the fact that you're moving. And then they move over to where you are afterwards. That's the difference. And now, as you're moving around through trash loot, especially at a place like Orcs where there's just loot all over the ground, instead of your pets ignoring their loot cooldown of 2.5 seconds and just moving around with you, they are constantly going from trash loot to trash loot to trash loot, picking up trash. And yep. it has been a, a dramatic difference in some places. It affects some spots more than others, but it has been a noticeable increase in a lot of places. Yeah. Yep. Uh, one it. thing just, I'll mention with, have that, uh, reiterated. with the changes as well is the uh, Rose Finch is actually like a really, really good pet now to have uh, on top yeah. of your pet that increases drop rate. Because now they've got the, the difference between a Rose Finch and other pets that people are not aware is the Rose Finch can loot from a further distance. So that coupled with the fact that you're picking up loot when you're moving means you can move at a regular rate further away and still pick up the trash behind you. So if you haven't got Rose Finches and you want to get some, uh, I'd recommend it. It's a really good bet. Yeah. Also, I don't want to... Spend more I'm not, money. Wait, that, I'm not going to blow up the specific spot, but there's, there's a couple places in Elvia because a friend is obsessed with the place and I don't want to ruin it for him. Make it crowded. But there's a couple places in Elvia or in uh, Valencia, that benefited greatly from the pet change and now are significantly better than before that people don't know about. Especially for Suckzerkers. In the desert. The desert. The desert. All right? At this precise location. <laughs> it yeah, just right? seems like you were, you were getting closer and closer to, you know. Fighting mobs that can kind of look like this description. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Motion. I, I don't want to give away too much because then I'll feel froggish like the mobs at this location. I don't want to do that. <laughs> oh my God. Jesus. 
The poor guy's not going to have a grind spot anymore. Oh, Lord. Minaria says, The thing that surprised me the most about arenas, even though the gear-slash-class balance was definitely a limiting factor, was that it was just fun. I don't know when the game added a mode that was simply fun, with no caveats, no hidden, oh my god, why the fuck is this so tedious, and no obviously glaring issues that any dev in turn should have been able to see was released. Parentheses, no, I actually do know it was Shadow Arena. I had fun trying it out, uh, I had fun fighting people, and being paired with randoms, having to adjust my strategy based on the map and class matchup. Though it was definitely not fun finding shields slash gauntlets and all the DP gear, I still felt like I could at least I could do at least some impact by giving damage support or kiting for my teammates. Having many of the issues addressed that were given as feedback for the first time around also makes me happy about the future of this game mode, as apparently the devs are really listening and trying to implement the changes we ask for. It just felt really good, and I'm hopeful about a new feature for the first time in ages. Also, for the climbing thing, classes with vertical skills can climb up on stuff and cannot be hit there from other classes, so that should be fixed, hopefully. Please. That'll get abused to the max if it's possible in ranking. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. BDO players are pieces of shit. You can't give them that power. <laughs> if they give us a way to do it, we'll fucking do it, unfortunately. Scintilla Soul says, I don't know that guy that's telling you that the Draconia Discord thinks Draconia is good in PvE is completely wrong, but in that Discord for ages, I've chatted in it a lot. We think her PvE is just okay, and every suggestion to improve for Draconia is mostly PvE. Yeah, but there's this god combo that's only 18 skills long. Have you tried it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't worry about it. It's pretty good. Uh, Tomaz Stock says, Suck Sage boss win also removed those stupid floaty strings for an offhand weapon. Yes, I have been playing Suck Sage <laughs> since it came out and still cannot get over how stupid that shit looks. Just leave the necklace or make it like a Sork amulet. But I think people like the the talisman. The floaty chains thing. I mean, I, I don't mind it. Yeah, I don't mean. mind it. I, I can understand why you it would bother you though especially it goes well with like a cape but if you're not a cape person then i could totally understand why you'd be like that would be the worst shit see i i would be more upset tomas if i were a sage that they gave essentially the same floaty cool strings to hash in this recent update with their new outfit because it looks like the hash has a talisman because he has like that same awakened sage cape now have you seen that one are you in game res uh, I am. Go, it's a hash go, outfit? Yeah, go look at the new hash outfit. I forget the name off the top of my head, but... It, oh, the bird head yeah, one? Yeah, the bird head one. Look at the cape, though. It literally looks like a sage cape. Oh, yeah. I actually weirdly oh. like that bird head, even though it's so dumb. I, I like, is cooler than I thought it was going to look. Are you guys pro-cape or anti-cape? I'm pro-cape. Pro-cape, for pro -cape. sure. Cape. But Re not short cape. cape. Reslar's cape. pro. Reslar and Ash are pro-baby cape. Bib. No, we are not. Fuck the baby capes, Do dude. Not. Remove them from the game. Long cape or no cape? No, uh, they're pro the rear way. bib. They like having a rear bib in case they they're throw up on themselves. <laughs> the only thing about this outfit it's great that as I don't a like, Frosty, feature. is why, why, why the belly button? No, don't remind me, please. I don't look at the belly button. <laughs> why, why, why? I, I, I don't, I don't get it. There's a. Uh, 
There is a, a pair of underwear that apparently comes out with either Termian or just during the summer that they release that covers up. It's almost like long johns on the on hash that I want to get that supposedly is supposed to cover the belly button. So that'll be my save my saving grace. Cause yeah, that's yeah, the, the belly... only thing I don't like is that the, the belly button reveal window. The belly button is weird. But the, the outfit is pretty cool otherwise. Like if you look at the legs yeah, no, and the armor on the sides, it, it looks so sick. No, 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 definitely. It's it's a it's a dope outfit. I'd probably buy it if I was a hash, for sure. It's a it's a good outfit. I also like the helmet. It it is like kinda goofy if you like look really closely at it, but just don't pay that much attention to it and it looks fine. The armor is dope. The weapon's mm -hmm. cool. I like the weapon. The weapon nice. is so nice, dude. The swords what's, and the what's the and the awakening. Oh yeah, the cool. main hand and the offhand look good too. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good outfit. Yeah, it looks cool. Anyway, I think that's uh, I think that's all the comments. That's all the comments. That's all we have for today. Um, man, Lord of Warfare, thanks for joining us, brother. Appreciate you uh coming by to talk to us about your experience on uh you know console and moving to PC and all that stuff. Yeah, I really appreciate you guys having me. That was uh that was fun to do. Hopefully, I didn't uh annoy too many console players. I'm sure there's a lot of things I missed. And a couple of comments I made, hey, you know, Musa's not that bad compared to PC on console. I know there'll be PC, uh, console Musa's will be like, oh, but we don't have WW cancel for Chase, so it's not as good. So, nah. Hopefully I uh, hit the nail on the head for most of the issues. And uh, again, appreciate you guys having me. It was really fun being here. Hey, appreciate yeah. you coming, man. Appreciate you coming on, man. And hopefully things get better for console. Hopefully, or, uh, yeah. That sounds like an awful yeah. experience. Yeah, it really does. But uh, that's all we got for today. Um, thanks everybody so much for listening. Uh, if you want to check out Lord of Warfare, uh, I'll link to uh the YouTube channel. You don't stream, do you? Uh, currently not, cause um, I, my PC is not good enough to stream and play video on PC. But I do mm. do Blackstar enhancing streams every one to two weeks, right? Raw tap for Pen Blackstar. Uh, currently on 299 stack, and the next stream, if it fails, I'll hit a 305 stack. And I got Wait, another stack on, ready. Is that on Twitch or YouTube or what? Uh, that is on YouTube. It's the same as my uh, YouTube channel, Lord X. YouTube channel. Okay. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll make sure to link so if you guys want to check him out, you can do that. Uh, you can check out our streams. Um, you can find Frosty at twitch.tv slash sofrosty, Nayashi at twitch.tv slash Nayashi underscore NA, myself at twitch.tv slash notreslar. Thank you again to all the patrons and the Twitch subscribers. Leave a comment, let us know your thoughts, and we'll see you all next week. Bye.